0: I love that sound. Right, y'all know what time it is? Welcome to Panther Politics Podcast. I am Seven the Panther, and of course I'm here with two of my ride or dies, yo, my brothers and my brothers in arms. Mojo Barnes, what up? Yeah. I think he's on mute again. This nigga. know <laughs> man, what up? <laughs> yo, what up? What up? So everything is everything, man. Yeah, how y'all y- weekend, man? How was y'all
1: weekend?
2: Hey, Mojo, you go first. <laughs>
1: Mojo,
0: your signal is trash. Yes, it was trash. <laughs> your your signal is trash. Your signal is trash. Oh, my signal. My signal. Oh, shoot. Okay. You, I had to connect to Wi-Fi. Oh, that thing sounded like he was in a uh, Max Headroom commercial back in the
2: Transformers, <laughs> more than
0: meets the eye. <laughs> Damn, what up, though? Oh, man, let's try this again. Mojo, how was your weekend, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can
1: you hear me?
0: Much better, much better. All right,
2: I had
1: to connect to Wi-Fi. Oh, no doubt. Okay, so I was trying to say that my weekend is just getting started. I work on oh, Saturdays. God. So uh-huh. I get a, a, a nice little three day weekend because of um, the Fourth of July.
0: Ah, uh, no doubt, no doubt. I want to be like you when I grow up. Shit. No, you don't. <laughs> shit. Oh, matter of fact, yeah, I do. Because Mojo just dropped his uh, his new video a single. Not your role model. That shit is um, uh, yeah, that shit's moving, man. How, how you feel about having to join
1: out circulating, man, and, and new people getting to hear your music and all that shit? Feels great. Feels fantastic. Um. Just, just always looking for forward progression.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and that should that should definitely t- took off took off well. I mean, it's only going to get better from here, so that's super hit. dope. Hell yeah, Eat a man, man. Look, I already know this is going to be dope. That's why he wanted to go first. <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So well, E, what did it look like, man? What's what's going down in, in our la la land this weekend,
2: man? How y'all, uh, y'all this? well, it, it ain't that, man. I was on mute because I was crushing this apple from my apple tree in my front yard. This shit is fucking amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Nah. Um, nah. So, so, you know, last weekend I, I did a show out in San Diego with Rusty Jux from boot camp. You know what I'm saying? And that shit was all great. No doubt. Because of that show, I was invited to rock on the SD Knack show that happened last night in San Diego. But I couldn't go do it because I had already committed to doing a show for somebody last night, a friend of mine out here in LA. Oh man. Let me say this. People, if there is a respectful way for you to pull out of a situation to enter into a better situation, go ahead and have the conversation and do what you gotta do. Cause I should have did the same thing. Cause last night was trash. <laughs> last night was trash. And I was kicking myself in the ass the whole time. Like, damn, I should have pulled out.
0: Awesome. Like, no like, like,
2: like a lot of y'all daddies be saying. <laughs> oh,
0: that's fast. that's a pause. That's a full stop. Oh
1: shit!
2: <laughs> Is that a pause? I should have pulled out. That's a pause.
0: Oh yeah. nah, nah, nah. I think you might be good on that one. <laughs> just of I don't know. We should probably pause it. just on the, just all the okay. <laughs>
2: Right, right. Just but like, rest. nah, it was, it, it was just, it was just a bad show. I agreed to do it because it was a homeboy of mine, and then when the whole thing came out, it was fucking thirty artists on the bill. Damn, Jeez. that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's shit crazy. And he know, if he hears this, yes, I'm talking about you, P. We had a conversation about this a while ago about what could he do better with his business model. Like, bro, you can't be having these shows with 30 fucking artists on them, man. Can't do that. And he does it again. Well, actually, I'm sorry. The first show we did, it only had 10 artists on it. This one had 30. So he increased it.
0: It's still a high-ass number unless you plan on doing something like, a very, very long event. Ten is a long number unless everybody doing, like, five minutes. Like, that is crazy. Um, well,
2: it was an all-day event. It was an all-day event the first time. It, it started at, like, 2 o'clock.
0: Okay. See, now, t- the all-day event with ten artists makes perfect sense. But, like, <laughs> at any juncture, unless you're having a festival trying to squeeze 30 artists on a bill, it's fucking retarded. And that's right. crazy. And no, right. this the I don't know, him, but, I mean, I promote shows, too. So, like. Yeah, that's one thing I learned very early on because the first thing you do when you start promoting shows is think, oh, I'm gonna pack it with all these niggas that I like, and then you Mm -hmm. realize, like, damn, we in this motherfucker at four o'clock in the morning, and like motherfuckers started leaving at twelve. So like, (laughs) right? (laughs) So yeah, it's a lesson that niggas need to learn. Yeah, and
2: I hear people just won't show up because you know they already know, like, okay, we know why there's thirty people on the bill. I'm only going to see this one person. I don't want to see the other people. And LA big. Motherfuckers ain't driving from all over the,
0: for that shit. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. So LA big and the traffic is fucking awful. So yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> That's all. I understand completely. So
2: well other than that, everything's been great. Seven, how was your weekend?
0: Oh man. Uh well. <laughs> It was it was rather anticlimactic to be honest with you. The, the most the most um, the live shit I did this weekend really was going. I went and recorded a verse with my guy Corey uh, Tate, who I was, had the pleasure of meeting through a uh, show with the homie Mustafa um, earlier this well no the beginning of June. So I went and recorded a verse with him. Uh, he's he's a amazing lyricist. I, I was very happy to have been turned on to his music, and now very happy to have done a song with him. So like that, and it came out crazy. Like I wrote my verse and. Um, I wrote my verse while I was sick, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, ah, okay. And after I got unsick, it started clearing up, and I started reading it, and I was like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> mm. pardon me, that ain't it. So didn't, I spent- didn't like it. Nope. Wrote another verse on the way to the studio yesterday, and, and smoked it. So yeah, that was dope. Um, pardon me. The mm-hmm. majority of the rest of my rest of my weekend has been spent tooling up things as far as promo for Mojo's project coming in. You know what I'm saying? Of course, preparation for my project with you no know, C, too. I mean, I, with no C and you know, I double with Kepsi, So, yeah, that's going to be definitely going to be fun. Uh, everything with music, man, this weekend, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to get trying to set myself up properly to take uh, take the best advantage of the rest of the summer that I can. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's big. That's yeah. You know, dealing with nigga shit always, but you, <laughs> that never Hey, stopped.
2: hey, hey, nothing wrong with a day full of nigga shit.
0: <laughs> I love a good nigga moment, though. Yeah, yeah, I love a good nigga moment. Like, <laughs> when I saw that episode of the ProDocs, I was like, fuck they worried about? That's the story
2: of my life. <laughs> Man,
0: a life full of nigga moments. Bro, it ain't no fun. It ain't no fun. I did it to myself, though. I ain't even gonna lie. I did it to myself, so... <laughs> Don't we all? (laughs) Check the tech, though. I wanted to ask y'all a question. And I know we asked this question before, but I got to ask it again for a very specific reason. (sighs) Okay, first, let me ask this. Would you be willing to engage in sexual acts with your partner on cam for... for... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before I do that, before I do that, shout out to Pretty Kings because we about to get ugly. So I don't get this out the way. Shout out to Pretty Kings. Salute to everybody <laughs> that already know what it is. Panther Politics Podcast. We ain't here. Mojo Bonds. Mad Assassin. I am Seven the Panther, aka the Carolina Hurricane, ridiculous name, aka your baby mama's favorite rapper, aka a bunch of other shit. You shouldn't call me my face. And we are about to get the fuck into it. So again, <laughs> I love, I love, I love that tagline. <laughs> Thank you, thank you very much it took me a minute to figure it out but <laughs> i was like yeah that was podcasting fun, man. but okay so and i mean y'all already know why i'm asking and apparently adam 22 and his wife are into some freaky shit and they do freaky shit on camera and get paid for it but mm-hmm. apparently uh the normal thing is them having you know if there's another person involved it's another female but apparently mm-hmm. this time mm-hmm. it was this with another guy and i don't know if adam was involved in the scene i don't know if you know he was filming the scene or whatever the case may be but so the question is a would you be down to do that with you and your significant other and b in the event that you all were into that type of thing including another man be in the cards for you <laughs> like, mm. I- I-
2: Hmm. Well, I I don't know. I don't know if Adam was in the room. I don't I don't particularly watch porn. I'm one of them niggas. I don't really watch the shit. Okay. But but the people I've seen commenting on this scenario, they've all been like, wait a minute. He let her do a scene with who? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, yo, like, like, no, like, she's not going to be the same when she comes back, that kind of shit. So. Yeah. Not, not on no dick envy shit. But I'm just not letting another dude fuck my woman. Bottom line, that's it. Yeah, that's I, I, I where I stand. <laughs> you know, I, like I, I stand. You know, like I, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand how people could date porn stars. Like I, I don't have the, the mental fortitude to be able to date a porn star.
0: What about a stripper?
2: I, I've dated a stripper. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, now again, like. I mean, you run into the same shit anywhere any dealing with any woman, whether or not you have insecurities about her fucking somebody else. You're you going to run into that. But right. With a porn star, you know she fucks somebody, she fucks other people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, this real shit. Do
2: you understand? Like, you know, like, anything that, that that's happening outside of the scope of your, your, your six feet of vision or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to leave up to the trust factor. So you have to trust that your stripper isn't in there playing with dicks and fucking niggas and all that other shit. You have you have to trust that. But a porn star, her job is to fuck people. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, you know, I personally, I'm not with it. Well,
0: that's that, you know what? That's a, a, that's an excellent point because I actually heard somebody say. <laughs> I heard somebody say something about a stripper, and I was like, Well, that's a different ballgame depending on what kind of stripper you're dating. You know what I'm saying? It's a different mm-hmm. situation you know I mean? So, I mean, I
1: don't know. Mojo, would you? I mean, I, uh, so I, I'm on the flip side with E. I watch porn, and I'm like, This shit's fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, I've, I, as someone who has watched porn before, the thought has come across my mind like, Oh, if I'm dating somebody who does porn, what does that look like for me? Am I? Are my insecurities going to get in the way of that? I don't really know. I've never been in the situation. I think, though, that if I'm going to be dating somebody who's a porn star, then I'm understanding <laughs> what comes along with that. And that basically means that she's going to have to, you know, get nasty with some people. Uh, and I just kind of, I would just have to let my... Like I'd have to be secure enough to be able to handle that, and I feel I feel pretty secure in my manhood enough to be like, okay, you know, you can go do this. Uh, definitely, if it's your job, um, on, a, on a, that's like on a on a personal on a on a professional level, like it's your job, you're making money this way. You know, who am I to be like? You can't go work in your profession. I think it's kind of fucked up if you know because of the the this the stereotypes that come along with being a rapper you know somebody's significant others like no you can't go be a rapper because of what comes along with it but um i feel i mean i would feel kind of weird if if some dude had like you know horse dick swinging around and it's like but,
2: but that's what's gonna to... happen that's what's yeah. gonna happen it's <laughs> gonna be a horse dick swinging around thrashing your lady <laughs> And it's, and it's not something that happened behind closed doors. It's happening on camera
0: for the world right, it's to see. on
1: camera. I, so I, I guess I say all of this to say is I don't fucking know. I don't know how I would <laughs> fucking deal with it. <laughs> right? I
0: feel it. I feel it. I mean, and the reality is, though, okay, let's think about something. What you was just saying, what you just saying is real shit. Like, at the end of the day, they still people. You know what I'm saying? Like, four or yeah. Bro, you know what I mean? And, and you want to respect that and I respect their right to do whatever it is that they do to make them, you know, to get their money as long as they hurt nobody it's all love right? I'm not, but the thing is this you both made a very valid point E, you're absolutely right, I can't see myself willingly saying, okay hey like three days out of the week I know that you're going to get up out of this bed that we're in and go get in another bed on a set somewhere or on a couch or whatever weird shit you signed and, up to do and get thrashed and get thrashed and after you've been out there, <laughs> there hanging out with Lexington Steele and Wesley Pipes and Jack Napier, oh all my them, god! Like, what are we gonna, what, what, what am I gonna do
1: for you after that? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> what, your, what do you need from me after that? Your, your general, job,
2: your job is to take more dicks in your mouth.
1: You feel me? <laughs> That's exactly what it
2: is, I, I, I I, I just, I don't know, man. Mm. <laughs> nah.
1: That, but that. when you think about it, though, too, is like you also have the opportunity. There are some couples out there who strictly do things with each other. And so I think to go back to seven's question with Adam 22 and his wife, like I'm, I'd be like, you know, this is this is fine for us to do. But I think that if, you know, if, if this is not your you know everyday profession, this is a side hustle type thing, like maybe not. But if it's your if it's your job and you're trying to get uh I don't know biggest squirter of the year type shit, then you know, go ahead and, and, and do what you gotta do so that way you can secure your bag. Um that's a, tough, that's, that's a tough question. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's a tough question to answer.
0: <laughs> the maturity of this young man is amazing. Oh my goodness. Cause I'd be like, hey look, so, hey, listen, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't have it. <laughs> I but i can't i can't do it i'm sorry okay so check it just like you said the couples that do sit together okay boom so that brings me to another question because there was a uh there was a couple i, I, I know of. i don't know them personally um the lady the, the, the lady in the situation was a porn star um he met her she was a porn star when they got together decided to be serious about their relationship she said okay i'll just do scenes with other women and he was like cool and i was thinking to myself you might be the dumbest ass in captivity if you're okay <laughs> with your woman doing scenes with other women who know beyond any shadow of a doubt how better to please a woman than we ever will what are you doing
1: <laughs> well that that sounds like <laughs> insecurities you know what i mean but, so that's and that's why i brought that up because it's like if you're not securing yourself and you're like oh <clears throat> i'm worried about somebody else putting it down better than me you probably shouldn't be getting with a porn star right
0: Right, so but, so that's that's my whole advice in this whole situation. Unless you are in that industry and you out here, you know, what I'm saying slinging that thing like you, you know, saying uh, Black Beauty's kid, uh, stay the fuck away from them. Like don't, you're
1: right. not prepared for that life.
0: You're just right.
2: Not- well, you know, like 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 for me, it's not even about them doing it better. It's just another person. Period. In in something that I'm considering sacred. Now, mind you, yes, there was a double standard for me. I could care less if you if, if you have to do a scene with another woman. Yeah, I walk walk that double standard. You know what I'm saying? Because at the same time, if we talk about bringing somebody else into the room with us, I would much rather be a woman than another dude. I'm not going for another dude in my bedroom with me than my girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I have been... I've participated in a couple of those situations where it was multiple women. I felt way more, way comfortable. I was cool with that. You know what I'm saying?
1: Why is that? Hmm? I said, why is that though? E like when you, you are more comfortable with having more women versus there being another dude in the room. Like, let's say, you know, there's three women. And then you and your boy are like, I hit the jackpot, you know, I've
2: been in those situations too. That's why I can say what I'm more comfortable doing. You know gotcha. what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm not with, I'm not really with being around another man and not, and not, in that arena. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just too many yeah. swords in, in the in the pipe for me. You know what I'm saying? There. Like you know it I mean I you know like there's no interaction between, you know, me and the guy because it has to be no interaction between the other guy. You know what I'm saying? Like I I yeah. I'm just not with the dude part of it. I'm just not with yeah. it.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: You know, that. You know I'm, just, I'm just not with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when it comes comes down to like you know being young and and people I do not advise and partaking in this kind of behavior at a young age unless everybody is consenting to do so. And this is what happened in this scenario. You know, unless you have a woman who's willing to please a bunch of men in succession.
1: You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. And
2: and and it's, and it's one coming in and one coming out. I could do that. The entrance <laughs> special. Yeah, I, I you know I'd be more comfortable with that. I'm just not with having a dude around me. At you all, mean,
0: I just ain't. I just ain't with that shit. Women, fine. You uh, to make me start screaming the punch shit. Trees, trees, trees. <laughs> hey, you no, know no, I'm
2: saying like you know, you know, like I mean, maybe that's just me being a mas of to nature, but it is what it is. I can't, I can't, I ain't with the dude. Mm-mm. I don't, <laughs> I I don't think it. it's
0: misogyny as much as it's a recognition of, of who of who you are and what you're willing to. Like, the, the the advantage that we have over a lot of people who may be listening to this podcast is we're old enough to have experienced enough things in a lot of cases to be very well aware of what we're willing to accept and not willing to accept. So, like, mm-hmm. okay, so that leads me to this, though. Mojo, real quick, we hey, we gonna get off of this, but I just gotta add. So, because of your answer, and I promise I'm not trying to put you on the hot seat, bro. Okay, so two things. A, hot seat coming.
2: Hot seat coming. <laughs>
1: Man, I'm in, I live in hell, so, and nothing hotter than, (laughs) okay, so, I, I heard your answer, and I'm
0: thinking to myself, okay, I get that, I can, I can see that, that's a respect for the, that's a respect for what she do for her living, so my question is this, though, in that, in that case, going back to the original question, would you be, are you trying to be in the scenes and put it out for
1: public consumption to make money? Am I trying to? No. But would I mind? No. Like, I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> care to do it. Because, I, like, look, I'm okay. one of those kind of people that see something and immediately I'm like, what's the scenario going to look like if it were me? Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, I've seen, I've seen a lot of different things, and I'm like, you know, people are doing the ski mask thing and, and covering up because I'm like, I wouldn't mind doing it, but I also wouldn't want to be, <laughs> like, adam 22 trying to you know run two different sides of an industry with my face out there i think i would prefer to be anonymous doing the shit so to answer your question no i wouldn't mind doing it Um, okay okay but i don't i don't think that i would be comfortable as adam 22 with just having my whole i don't know like persona out there i don't want my face seen my tattoos and stuff like that i don't i don't want anything recognizable on me this is merely for entertainment value. It's not for you to know who I am. Yeah,
0: you know what's crazy? I'm gonna tell you some wild shit. E. As much time I've been around Mojo Heller for the last three years, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm learning more about him from doing this podcast than I ever have. So, oh, you, you didn't? You didn't know he was a freak ball? That was deep. That was deep. I, I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, I, I wasn't ready. Okay, no doubt, hey, bro, I'm, I ain't mad at it. I understand completely. And I'm, and the, and the beauty of this thing is this: the best part of all of it to me is realistically speaking that doesn't that doesn't change my perception of you at all for one but for two like, about it, you know yeah. yeah i mean like the, the fact that you're that you are who you are and you're willing to say hey boom hey this is me take it or leave it is a beautiful thing because most niggas can't do that <laughs> that's just crazy Hey, out of that's a fact. Months, you know Thoughts and prayers to you, brother. I don't know how you do what you do, but you know more obviously It is what it man, is. Man, man, I I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. <laughs> nah, don't keep your mouth shut. That's
2: nah, nah, It's better.
0: Let's let's move on. <laughs> for all involved, <laughs> oh, it's better. Yeah, it's better.
1: <laughs> oh my God,
0: yo, that's wild, shit, bro. So, oh God, that is nuts. So, I I don't know, man. That's not, and, and I feel like also just to close it out. If it was if it was a a black podcaster or do, person doing this, I think the out the outrage would probably be a little more widespread. I mean, it's pretty. It's a lot of people talking about this shit. But like, think if it was fuck it, Joe. But if it was Joe, it's going crazy because yeah. <laughs> you know
1: I mean? everybody's going to look at him weird. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Because we've known you all these years, and we know so much about
0: you because you put yourself on front street so much, and now this, like, just crazy. I, I think that that's uh. It's an unfair thing, but fair is a. Is a Here's thing the thing, about
1: though, it, with with Joe's track record and listening to things like um, "Ordinary Love," shit, I'm like, it doesn't seem so far fetched that Joe Budden would be a part of something like that. Do I think that he's going to be putting it out there like that? No, but I don't think that he would be out of the the scope of someone who would participate in something like that. Mm. Mm. I think I think I think Joe Budden is the type of person that loves women. I think I think currently in this day and age, right now, mm, he's probably toning it down just a little bit for the sake of his branding, right? But I think maybe in 2010, he probably would have gotten down with something like that. oh I feel it. I feel it. Okay.
2: I, so I don't. I don't, don't, think, think, I don't he think he would. I don't think he would. You don't think so? No. It, it, it. <laughs> no. <laughs> And I say that based upon what we know
0: about the J.R. Smith story.
1: And that's what I'm going to do.
0: Mojo, are you familiar with the, the J.R. Smith story?
1: No, enlighten me. Oh, shit. Okay. Take it away. Take it away. All
2: right, all right. So, you know, you know, we know of Joe Budden in, 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 his, in his broadcaster scenario because how he started with, you know, broadcasting his life with his girlfriend, to Tahiri. Mm-hmm. You know, and that eventually propelled him to become, going on love and hip-hop and everything and proposing to her on camera and shit in Times Square, right? Mm-hmm. Now, it was a point where they broke up and she was out doing her thing. And Joe, wanting her back, was doing certain shit that the average person probably wouldn't do. Such as, I don't know if he broke into the house. He said he had a key. Who knows? I wasn't there when it happened, when he entered the premises. But the nigga basically was underneath the chick bed Okay. You know what I'm yeah. saying, like, no. like 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 waiting for her to come <laughs> home type of shit. Now mind you, on his you know trying to get back in type of shit. In the meantime, in the meanwhile, Jr. Smith is posting pictures of her ass in his bed. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, no. Okay. Um, so I don't see him being willing to share. Is no. my point.
1: Right, you know no, I'm and saying? I agree with you there. I agree with you there. After hearing that, I retract my entire statement. Yeah, uh,
0: all the those was just jokes, bro. He was just playing. He ain't out. This. Yeah, like he, I, I
2: just don't think he with that shit.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when I when I hear you're hiding under the bed, that's an immediate no to me. Yeah, that's <laughs> <good>. you,
2: know. <laughs> you know. And, and, he, and he's talked he's talked about it. You know, he's he said he's done it before. Actually, J.R. Smith even spoke about it in a, in an in interview recently. Mm.
0: That shit is no, super Saiyan creepy. <laughs> super Saiyan creepy. I'm trying to tell you. Oh my god, yo, I would never do that ever. I don't. I don't care who you are. I don't care what kind of relationship we've had. I don't care none of that. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting ready to do that. Like that's yeah. crazy. And and I and I consider myself a fairly, you know, I lean on the on strange spectrum of sanity. So like, it's not above me to do crazy <laughs> shit. But. Yeah, not that crazy. Like that's so,
2: so. So you're that's not above one. being outside the window, like in uh, in in, in in the movie screaming you raggedy bitch. You're not above that. Uh,
0: <laughs> nah, I'm I, not above I, that.
2: I, yeah, I'm not above that either. Like you know, I I, I I I I I do have pull up all in my DNA. I, I will pull up. <laughs> I will pull up. Like,
1: but what is but it stops at breaking and entering.
2: Right.
0: Maybe. Maybe. You know. Long time in hip-hop. But, Kweli, Yasin y'all gotta stop this shit, man. Y'all gotta stop, bro. Like, okay. What What they do? So... Of course, you know, they put their last album out on Luminary, which was their app, uh, their potting app with Dave Chappelle, and they put it out exclusively on there. You couldn't really get it anywhere else unless you're somebody like me, and I was able to get it anyway. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people paid, and they paid four or something a month for over a year to have access to this album. You couldn't even purchase the album and, and download it. You had to buy the membership to, to Luminary and go there to listen to the album, right. which is ridiculous. That's crazy in and of itself that I have to pay you every month to continuously listen to the same music. But, the other side of it is now they're taking it off of Luminary, and they're going to put it up for sale, and those people who had it on Luminary no longer have access to it. They have to buy it again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's fucked up. This is a masterful joke if I've ever seen one in my life. Shout out to the rest Absolutely. of the day. Thanks, dude. <laughs> you know, sir, that... Uh, so, as artists ourselves, I knew that this would be one that, I, that that I could get some 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 beautiful insight from y'all on because this is the business that we're in. Um, where do y'all stand on this, man? Would you ever like what is the validity in doing this, and does it does it make any sense? And is are they just absolutely insane? I'm
1: going with the with the last, but I'll, I'll wait until y'all. <laughs> so, I think I think the membership idea was a good start. I think taking it down for these people to not have access to it anymore unless they pay again i think that's where they're fucking up because you've already you've already hooked in the listener and then you're now you know spinning things negatively because now they have to come out of their pockets again like people the one thing people hate to do is spend money unless they have it like if i'm if i'm the average hip-hop fan i don't have how much how much was the membership it was like five bucks a month and they were saying that
0: for the album been out for a year. So it's been a year. They've been paying five bucks a month basically for that
1: membership. Okay. So you're paid, you paid $60 a month or not, not a month for a year to listen to one album. The shit comes out again for how much?
0: I think they selling it for 10,
1: 10, 10, or 12, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause I, I mean, during that year time span, I would have found some way to try to record it and not have to, pay for it so that way i have access to it (laughs) I, i i just don't i don't think it's fair that you're now charging people again but and this is me being on on both sides of the spectrum all the time when i i paid i paid for a number of kanye west albums at least two or three times because i did not have access to it so if I'm gonna sit there and say I don't think it's fair, I'd be calling myself a hypocrite because I've just participated in it. So <laughs> I'm like going off on a tangent right now. I don't. I don't think it's fair that they're double charging people, especially if they've had a membership. You know, these are these are the people who have been dedicated to listening to you. I think that there are definitely people who would do it. I, I don't necessarily think I would want to immediately. I don't think it's fair.
0: Have you heard that Black song?
1: No. I'm about to get niggerish in just a minute. Okay,
0: that's all, that, that's all I need to know. Okay, uh, Eve, what about you? <laughs>
2: um, I'm, I'm kind of I'm weird about it. Like, so I'm not mad at it and I'm not upset because I see it in a in a couple of different ways. But, like, the main thing for me is this. Okay, like, no, knowing that you're subscribing to Luminary to listen to the album, you also still had access to the entire Luminary. It wasn't just for the album. Mm, right. You know what I'm saying? So, so you still have, you know, the subscription to everything that comes with it. I think Dave Chappelle has a a podcast on there, something like that. It's, it's something, something else that comes with it. Well, actually, a lot of other things that come with it. But if we're just talking about the album itself, I kind of look at it this way: you never owned it. You were paying five dollars a month for however many months to rent it. To rent it, you know what I'm saying? And now, and now. Cause number one, like we don't know how that money's getting split. Like we like, I think I think a lot of people are upset because they feel like all of that mm-hmm. money went directly to Blackstar and it doesn't. You know? So um more than likely, I think I think they probably struck their deal with Luminary just out the gate to keep it exclusive. And Luminary probably paid them to do that. But that $5 a month went to Luminary, I'm thinking. <laughs> but but like for instance, like like Mike Marciano or or like even Ransom right now, like what cats are doing because I've done it. Like seven, we did it before too. Like when we dropped on um, the CNN album, if I'm not mistaken, it'll just be for sale exclusively first. You know what I'm saying? For for anybody who wants to buy it now, you could buy it, and then maybe in a month, now it's it's for streaming. You still have to pay to stream unless you're doing the free shit. You know what I mean? Like I paid the stream, right? So, like, I kind of look at it like, well, you know, yeah, you paid $5 and you didn't own it, but now you can own this motherfucker for $10 right now and you don't have to pay Luminary anymore. Because, like, what if you were only on Luminary just to hear the album? What if you didn't give a fuck about nothing else they had going on? Right. You know, you kind of you kind of saved me now from that monthly bill just to listen to this album. Albeit late. It's late, but, I mean, it's a digital game, man. We got to play it a little differently.
0: I'm, I'm gonna keep it a thousand with you. I understand exactly what you're saying, yeah. And I mean, but for me, the premise of putting, especially for independent artists, putting their album on Bandcamp first, um, mm-hmm. is is a product of the the way streaming services pay you. Um, if streaming services pay like selling records pays, then I, I there would be no reason to go to Bandcamp first. You know what I'm saying? Um, on the flip side of that, I don't know what Luminary may have paid them for that album. However, right. the the one thing I can say is, um, I'm thinking sixty bucks times. God knows how many people. There's quite a few. Uh, there's, there's a fairly high number of people who, who tuned in to Luminary initially for the Dave Chappelle and Blackstar podcast. Uh, and then um, if I'm not mistaken, people who were members of Luminary still had to still had to kick a little something extra when the Blackstar album dropped to get access to the album. And then I think it rolled into a regular part of their subscription price. So for me, the big thing is this. $60 later, I should own this album. You're not Nipsey Hustle. Mm-hmm. You didn't ask me to pay $100 for it. You got $60 out of me already. At the end of this year, if you're going to take the album off Luminary and put it up for sale, all the people that have been paying for this last 12 months for this album should get it. Hey, you already been paying for this album for 12 months. Here you go. Now, everybody else that don't have it, come by. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to hear it, come by. Now, on the flip side of that, this is where I'm about to get into my nigga shit. The album ain't all that anyway. Like, but, like, like just being real like like after as many years as we waited for another black star album to get what we got was not you know what i'm saying so at the oh end, at the oh end, whoa, wait, then, wait wait
2: wait 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 you waited <laughs> 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 I, I didn't wait i'm sorry I, I'm, I'm, okay I'm but joking. i mean i'm not I, let me, let I'm, me jo- I'm, I'm, jo- I'm joking uh, i'm joking
0: <laughs> like, but like hip hop heads, we were, you know, what I'm saying most of us were ecstatic and we were, oh shit, Blackstar actually doing another album. Oh shit, that's what's up. Um, you know, it's been something that a lot of hip hop heads have talked about over years. Man, we Blackstar we do another album. You know, saying so it ain't like something that we belly ached over, but it is something that came up, you know, in conversation over years. But then the album comes and it's highly not all that. <laughs> so Like, even with the mixtape that that Nip was selling for hundred dollars. Okay, I heard it. I didn't pay a hundred dollars for it, but I did hear it. And granted, I wouldn't have paid a hundred dollars for it, but I completely understand the premise of people doing so. Like it's exclusive. Everybody's not going to get to hear this. You pay this hundred dollars, and you, you are one of a few. You know what I'm saying? Um, there was a a, a a a real sense of exclusivity there with this Black Star shit. Yeah, the Luminary thing felt like exclusivity, and now it just feel like you're trying to rob. So. I didn't pay for the Luminary subscription, so I'm speaking from a standpoint of somebody outside the situation. However, I can say that, you know, being a Blackstar fan, being a hip-hop fan, I wouldn't care how much I love Blackstar. There's no way in hell you get ready give me to pay for that album again after I just gave you 60 bucks. That's out, like three strikes. Got crazy stuff.
2: So, so you would rather continue? Like, let's just say this never even came up, that they was just still renting it out. You would rather, if you were that fan, rather continue to keep paying the $5 a month?
0: Well, I'm not that fan, but I mean, I'm,
2: I'm I'm just throwing it out there like that. You know what I'm saying? Because again, like okay. it's, that, that's the flip side of what you're saying,
1: right? No, that he brings up a said. good point too, because it's like you're gonna you're spending more money in the long run by doing the whole subscription thing versus spending an extra ten dollars to download it, own it, and not have to do that anymore. If if your sole purpose is to get that album, then you know, spend the ten bucks and be done with the subscription.
0: I feel that. I mean, I guess my thing is okay, bang. So some people got the subscription strictly for the album and then tuned in to other things that were going on in the local area as they were, you know, sitting there listening to the album. It's like, well shit, I am listening to this. Let me see what else is going on. Um right. so they may have got turned on to some really dope podcasts in the meantime. And that's mm-hmm. cool. But at the end of the day, I got turned on to the podcast. So I'm getting a little more for my little five dollars a month than I would than I initially thought I was gonna get. But mm-hmm. but at the same time I didn't come here for that. Like that like it's a good right. bonus. But that ain't what I came here for. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I mean, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, granted, if those people were willing to pay that $5 a month just to have access to the album, then bang, now you have an opportunity to pay one flat flat number and own it. But I, I feel like I already own it because I've already spent $60 just to have access to this album. Like, it wasn't even, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. I don't know. It just sounds crazy. To me. It sounds what? like, okay, bang, look, if you paid all that money all that time, I should just give you this. And everybody else, they, they'll have to pay for it. It's fine. Cool. Oh, I don't know, man. That's just weird. It's
2: just crazy. It's it's, kind of weird territory, because it's like, okay, like, what's the criteria going to be for how long a person should have had to stream it, been streaming it to get it for for free? Well, not free, but, you know what I'm saying, to get it, give it to them. Because, like, what if, like, the the people who subscribe from day one, sure, yes, yes, they earned this motherfucker, they paid for it ten times over. Give it to them. But what if it's a motherfucker who only subscribed for two months?
0: No mm. okay. doubt. But you know what I'm saying, okay. so you're selling the album for ten for ten dollars. I subscribe for two months. That's ten dollars.
2: You, you're doing it mathematically, yeah. But what I'm saying though is 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 again, like, how are you going to even know that this person signed up for that album? He's only subscribed for two months. Like, are you giving it to everybody who's been who's been subscribing X amount of time, or do you give it? You know, say, so do you put time limits on the thing? Like I, I would think that you have to.
0: Okay. I see that. I see that. Okay. I mean, yeah, I and mind you, like in this in this situation in this situation, I'm strictly I'm strictly speaking from the standpoint of uh as a fan of Black Star and thinking to myself, right. What 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 do I feel in regard? Now if I mind you Black Star's first album had something like this come around, there's a good chance I might have been one of them idiots in the loop. Not gonna lie to you. That sh- that shit was fucking amazing. But Realistically speaking, after hearing, like I even considered, I know I got it, for, I got it for, the, for the low. I got it for the free. You know what I'm saying? Somebody gave it to me. But if I heard the album and I really, really liked it, because I love Black Star, I would have, I would have at least given them a couple months. You know what I'm saying? So I could say I paid for it. Um, mm-hmm. gave, you know, gave them two or three months to say I paid for it because I feel like artists should be compensated for their work, especially if they're, you know, what I'm saying top top tier artist, so that's why i stream y'all niggas shit because i'm like damn i might not have the money to go buy the album right now but like I- i'm gonna stream this motherfucker so the wheels fall off and at least hopefully if i played enough times you'll get that ten dollars i would have paid you for the CD. <laughs> you know what i'm saying so uh i don't know like that's just crazy with me. but um i don't know man hip-hop is hip-hop is in a weird place right now so i guess i understand especially somebody um at black stars level they're not um their music doesn't proliferate the landscape like it did at one point. So I guess at this juncture they're playing the game to a degree that they have to play in order to win. <sighs> well, I think Man,
2: I, I think I, I think they're I think they're playing the game, excuse me. I think they're playing the game that's really in our faces and everything digital is going is no subscription. So so everybody has an opportunity to pay for exactly what the fuck they want.
0: You know what I'm saying? And people are willing to do that right now. I think I ain't sure. I mean yeah, I ain't tripping off. I mean I, I'm not tripping mainly because I never paid for the subscription for one. Two, I don't even <laughs> like the album. I don't like the album at all. And then three, you know what I'm saying, come or high water. I'm always gonna love Black Star and I always have that first album to hold on to. But um like if they never make another album after that shit I just heard, I'm cool. But uh um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. put that out there. But I'm sticking in hip hop for just a sec. Y'all cousin 50 added again, man.
2: 50 out of the know, I don't even know what you're talking about. What do you do? What boo-boo do?
0: 50 and Ja Rule, man. 50 and Ja all over again, man. Uh, what? So, apparently... So, Ja Rule performed at a concert recently. Um, What is the... Uh, da, 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 da. What show was it? It was a big show. It was a lot of people, a lot of really dope people on the show. And so, Ja Rule comes out, and he's doing this whole thing where they're reeling him out on the gurney like he's about to die... Um, I, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. So, and so uh, it didn't go off well and 50 took it upon himself to, you know, <laughs> of course, hop on, hop on the internet and take shots because 50 Cent is just petty. Yeah. And I get, I understand, like you got beef with this guy. Y'all been at it for a long time, man. So I, I understand, you know, one of them people that they, once you get into it with them, it's on, it's on forever. Like you just got to deal with it. And, I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of feel like at this point, it's like kicking a dead kicking a dead dog when it's down already. Like Jaws doing legacy shows. He's not creating new fans. He's not. There's nothing. You know what I'm saying? There's no recency to, for him to have to, you know what I'm saying, for him to have to, to bounce against, for him to act like this is about Jha Rule. But nonetheless, here he is. So yeah, my question is yeah. hip-hop beef. Hip-hop beef. Now, we, we've seen a million beefs in hip-hop. A million beefs. <laughs> Plenty of uh, some of them that never die, some of them that go on forever, and some that get squashed over time. 50 saying, Ja Rule. I know we were, we were all there at the genesis of it, we saw it happen, we saw it go all the way through the pipeline of everything that has been through. At this point, what is he doing, man? What
2: is he doing? Like, he's not forgetting that Ja Rule's people tried to kill him. That's what he's
0: doing. I dig that. I did, now you know me being me, you know I dig that part. But I mean, <laughs> that's what he's doing. So he, I mean, never, like he
2: never, he never, letting that go.
0: He never letting that go. But in that case, I would, I would make it would make more sense for me for, for him to be still going at Irv like that as opposed to Job. But I understand it being Job because they share a similar playing field but, that they but, that they get, that they can bounce on. You know what I'm saying? But,
2: but every time Irv pop his head up, Fifty Cent plays Whack a Mole.
0: Oh, yeah, true that. True like every t- every like,
2: it's, it's not just Ja. If Irv come outside, 50 got something to say. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. You know, so, I don't know. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in, in a situation like that, they tried to kill him. You know, maybe not Ja and Irv directly, but you know what I'm saying? Like, the people that he ran with tried to kill him. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? And, and, they, and they had their physical alter- altercation. So, I, I can understand that never getting dropped. If if somebody, if there's no hands gotten put on the, any, anybody, pretty soon over time, you gotta be like, all right. Fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? Let it go. I ain't saying be friends, but come on, man,
0: let it go. Indeed. Hell oh, yeah. Fifty wild, man. Fifty wild. I like. Shit, I bro. like. I like
2: it though. I like it though. I like it. Cause at the same time, like like when he do the shit, it's not. It don't come. It don't come from the bully aspect. Like I'm gonna do this to you. I'm going. He just crack jokes.
1: We well, just yeah, crack jokes true, and laugh
2: at you. You know what I'm saying? Like that—that that shit is funny to me, and I love it. I ain't
0: gonna bullshit you. I, 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 I wish I wish
2: I wish Tax Stone had understood that.
0: Yeah, Tax looked up. Man, text just book.
2: just just crack the jokes, man. Don't get into all the gangster, tough guy shit. Cause like now something got to happen, and now something has happened. And somebody lost their life. You doing 35? Another motherfucker about to do year and a half, and niggas, you know, fuck it, man.
0: <laughs> <I hate
2: that>. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> niggas, man. Niggas, niggas. Niggas is petty, man. Niggas is
0: petty, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I... Yo, the funny shit is, man. After the fire festival shit, I was like, man, John's done. It's over for him, yo. Like that. But you know He's what? That guy found a way to distance himself
1: from. <laughs> he
0: was like, <laughs> Get
1: the fuck away from that shit. <laughs> He's still done after that shit
0: yo he got yeah. out of that, yo and yeah. i was like yo how the fuck did he just walk away from it like that's crazy yo and
1: he's like pretending it just never happened
2: shit hey it helps to have a documentary that said
1: that you got kind of bamboozled too that's true i watched that. bamboozled it's just it's just the energy and fire he had for this whole thing and then it's just like nope wasn't me Yep. Nah. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah nope, wait
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I didn't do it. I I just got paid. <laughs> he
0: did it. <laughs> yeah, I got, got paid out. to say these things. I mm-hmm. mean, it makes sense though. I, I would yeah. distance myself from some shit like that too. If all them people got jokes for all their money, I don't <laughs> want nothing to do with that. Right. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with that. So oh I got I, I do have a question I wanted to ask. it's it's it's, it's, it's something that was presented to me. Um, the other day and I was like man I gotta talk to the fellas about this one so a gentleman that I know that I discuss hip hop with on a regular basis asked me he said hey bro like the ladies is really moving right now like they really getting their shit off you know what I'm saying he said but it's a couple of them that I feel like might be plants and I was like okay who specifically are you talking about he said quite a few names but the two names that stood out the most of me were Ice Spice and Glorilla he said they might be so plants went- yeah and I was like, "Hmm, that's interesting. Okay, it's an interesting thought." Um, so, I mean, I guess, I guess, my question to, be, to you would be, uh, "How do you feel about that?" And what absolutely positively like informs you? You know, what I'm saying what, what is your, your spectrum on that? Because there's been other people they say were plant. Russ. They say it was a plant. Uh, who Jack Harlow? I've heard that thrown around about him as well. So, uh, the whole concept of the industry plant is something that we've been dealing with for a really long time. Uh there were talk there was talking about him, and him being a plant for a long time until people started to, you know, learn his history and you know where he came from and all the stuff that he went through to get on. So I mean like, where do y'all stand on that whole plant thing? And do those particular individuals, in your opinion,
1: fall into that category? Mm-mm. <laughs> uh I don't I don't frankly give a shit about iSpice spice or Glorilla. like i mean <laughs> they those are two people that are not making anything oh come on they're not making anything that i enjoy or anything that resonates with me i mean granted there's some things i listen to that you know i'm not able to compare my life to but at the same time i spice is just not pushing anything that i'm like this is dope I think that she, people tried to monopolize off of her because of what she does, how she looks, and I don't know. I don't think she hangs out with enough people to be like a plant. I watch her videos on mute. That's all I'm gonna say. But yeah, I feel you. I feel you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> feel I mean, E, you e laughing like hell? I know you. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm laughing because I'm laughing because like one thing I feel like has happened to the black community <laughs> is that we we we. We've seen the concept of the plant, the Cointel Pro and all of that so much that we believe it happens everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, not that it's not a plant in this situation, but I personally don't believe that there's no artist that's gonna be a plant. If it's gonna be a plant, it's gonna be the motherfucker in the building. Okay. You know I'm saying? Orchestrate, orchestrate your shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, okay, we're gonna enact this plan. It's it's to, to me, it would be the Dr. Evil behind the scenes. You never see his face. You know what I'm saying? Now, so far as with that being said, I'm a mojo. I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I I personally am one of those people who I, I can get a little enjoyment out of Ice Spice shit. No, I'm not riding around <laughs> listening to it. But when she did that video with Nicki Minaj, I was like, this shit got a little bob to it. I ain't going for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I could... Just with cadences and beat and flow, I can appreciate what's going on there. But that's I as far there. as it goes. So that's that's as far as it goes for so I me, and I really don't care otherwise. You know what I'm saying? Um, ho- hopefully, hopefully, if she is a plant, hopefully the people that she's employed against have enough have enough mental fortitude to not to not go in that direction. You know what I'm saying? Man. Like. Yeah, like that's that's it's just kind of weird to me even talking about shit like that because like I
0: don't believe half of it. I feel it, I, and I brought it to the table simply because it was it was posed to me and I didn't exactly know how to respond to it at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, um, uh, and I had to think and I was like, well, wait a minute. I was like, well, let me let me do a little research and see what I find. And I mean, honestly, I I couldn't tell you a single song by Glowrilla. Not gonna lie to you, I don't know any song she's ever made, and even the song that she became um. You know, went viral. with I only heard a snippet of it, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And turned so it off. Oh, the F and F joint,
2: the F yeah, fuck nigga I, I, free.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't want to hear that shit. So, um, uh, <laughs> and, and Gorilla, uh, not Gorilla, uh, Ice Spice. I only heard a part of the very first song she put out because everybody was talking about it, and I was like, "What are they talking?" about? So I listened to a clip of the song and was like, "I don't like this. It sounds like she running what song on are you the." me talking movie? about seven. Let me let me get a little, a little, a little bit of it. Uh, the munch song. That nigga's a munch. He not it for lunch. He And I only remember it because I, I, so many people kept saying it. And I was like, Yo, what the fuck is? This? What are y'all talking about? So then they played. it. They started playing the song for me. And I, they started from the hook. So I'm listening to the, the hook, and I was like, Oh, that's what y'all was talking about. And she started rapping, and I was like, Yo, so it sounded like she went in there and on, got put the treadmill on the highest speed and just started rapping at that speed, no matter what the fuck the beat is doing. Like <laughs> I was like, It sounded like she running on the beat. Like it ain't. She's not rapping to the beat like she's literally running on the beat, so I don't like the way you rap so that's a strike already um and then I saw the video and I was like, well <laughs> she's not that bad <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, but you know I mean, uh, you know like
2: that that's but that style is what is what that generation kind of you know saying put put out there like it's a it's a run- on style you know but there, but there is a cadence to it you know what i'm saying it's just, it's just not the typical one two
0: that we know. Right, well, I've heard other people no. around like that have been able to, to to get with it. You know what I'm saying? It was just the way, mm-hmm. I it a combination of, I didn't really like the beat. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then on top of that, what she was talking about wasn't resonating with me. So at that point, of course not. The, the flow just kind of becomes a hazard in me trying to find some way to figure out what the fuck is going on. So I'm like, ah, nah, I ain't fucking with it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, enough hey, no respect to y'all, ladies. I, I wish y'all—if y'all are not plants—I wish you all the success that you can garner, get yourselves out of whatever situations you may have been in in life prior to that. Um, take full advantage of the opportunity in front of you, and make sure you look out for those those that held you down. That's all I can say. Um, you know, if you are an industry plant, fuck you, babe. <laughs> <My> <laughs> but
1: God damn it, if you're a plant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Now okay so I got I got one more music well actually it's a two headed music topic because both of these gentlemen represent the same cl- represent the same clique but it is two totally different conversations so I'll start with the simplest question first at this juncture all these years later is an Andre 3000 album something that you that you were looking forward to still
1: Yes <laughs>
0: okay.
2: I never gave a fuck <laughs> I could, I could give a fuck less <laughs> okay. 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 Now, uh, I mean, but, but. but, but I mean, right? <laughs> nah, I just, I don't give a fuck. I, I'm just, I just never been that, on that on 50,000 train like everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mind you, I was the nigga bumping the first the first album loud. no doubt Once ATL came, the sound just went in a direction I didn't really care for. And I just, you know what I'm saying? I, I toned out after that. Don't give a uh-huh. shit.
0: Uh-huh. Don't okay. give a shit. you know what though that makes sense to me after some some of the things that we discussed about certain artists and i was like you don't fuck with him he's like nah it's just too animated for me like it's just all over the place and i'm like oh okay i get it now because at first you know a couple times we was having conversations i was like word <laughs> mm-hmm. you know like so it's so. so uh okay i, I can see that I can yeah see i that.
2: tuned out i tuned out man like you know again like i get my hip-hop pics well in a whole bunch of places but sometimes you know some people do things like I don't, I don't get, I don't get easily, and this is not an indictment of other people. I don't get easily influenced by the razzle dazzle, and I'm not, and I'm not saying a person has to stay the same. It's just the change that they made I didn't care for. You know what I'm saying? So now this is not to go against his lyrical prowess. You know, I hear what he said. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I respect it, but a solo album, I could give a fuck less now. You know what, yeah.
1: what
2: I'm saying? I, I, I don't give a fuck.
0: <laughs> okay so okay so with that in mind <laughs> before, before mojo go with that in mind had he had he said okay boom um the last one they did was idle wild so after I know you know two years later he says hey so i know y'all been waiting on it i'm not i'm not doing no singing i'm just rapping like this, it's coming would, would it have been more would it have meant more then than it, than it would at this point if the music's good okay
2: okay you know what i'm saying like that that's just me like the timing of like he could drop it right now and the music's great. I'm gonna listen to it, right? Like I'm gonna give it a shot, you know. But whether or not the, I like the music, obviously that's that's it's gonna make a difference, and I think it's gonna make a difference for anybody, you know.
0: Right, right. I feel that. Okay, okay. You know? like oh my bad, great.
2: Oh no, all I was gonna say is like I think sometimes people get too too caught up in in anticipation. And that anticipation leads to disappointment because my be waiting so long and like, oh I know it's gonna be this I know it's gonna be this then when you get what you get you get mad because it's not what you wanted it to be.
0: That's what happened with Jay Electronica, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and
2: you and you can't appreciate what they gave you.
0: Right now, see that that that's a uh, yeah. We, I'm not give me. I'm not gonna dive into that yet. But yeah, that that absolutely, you're yeah, absolutely right. That the anticipation breeds disappointment because. Most time now, it, the anticipation was a little easier to, to stomach when we were younger, when you knew that it was going to be two years before the person that you really fucked was going to put in another album. You
1: know right. what I'm saying?
0: So it's like, boom, I'm listening to this album because it's holding me down. And as you're getting around to that two year mark, and you start hearing rumblings about it, oh, pardon me, or, you, or if you read the hip hop publications and you see pictures of them in the studio with X person or da da. Now, oh, it's like, oh shit, it's coming. Okay, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? but I think the anticipation train is as is, is far more heightened now just because of the internet and they're able mm-hmm. to shove it in front of your face so many times. So, you know saying? So many times a day, you know, so for so many weeks in a row, it definitely changes the dynamic in regards to anticipation and projects coming out. So I definitely, I feel you in that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Mojo, what about you? I mean, I know
1: you much like myself, is a huge Andre 3000 fan. So. Yeah, <clears throat> I would not mind having a Andre 3000 solo album. Um, I think it's mainly for the content. I like the way that he raps. I'm more just curious about how he's going to, um, I don't know. I feel like every time that he raps, he's, he's providing a real perspective on something. And it's like this thinker, you know, every time that he raps now. And so it's like he's going to do a whole album of that shit and I'm going to be able to possibly soak up some game from it, whether it be about real life or the industry and stuff like that. Like that's, that's what the excitement would be for me. Um, I would be wild by the flashy shit just because it's Andre 3000, but uh, <laughs> no doubt. yeah. So I just think I'm going to, I would be receiving, you know, like something high quality and that's what the anticipation would be for me. So yeah, I would. I would love to hear an Andre 3000 solo album at this point. I just know that there's going to be a whole spectrum of experiences that he he would you know bring to the table. That's it. That's all I got.
0: Okay, mm. Okay. Mm. okay, I see that. Now, me personally, yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it goes without saying. Anybody that knows me knows that if Andre 3000 sneezes on a track, I want to know about it, um, because I want to know what pitch he sneezes. I'm just that weird, but. At the end of the day, um, not a lot of people know Andre 3000 is uncategorically stuck in my top five since since A.T. Elliott, strangely enough. Um, Yeah, I think he's absolutely incredible. So that for me, the anticipation is more about me seeing what he creates without. um, I don't want to call it a crutch, but without having. The, the system around. Now, some of those people are still going to be present because he still kicks it with those people and so on. And those people are also involved in the creation of Michael. Um, but I just want to see what he creates. I want to see what happens when it's no longer outcast and Andre just has to be him. Um, and, and to me, sometimes when you have someone who's been for that long, especially if it's been that successful, it becomes uh, you start to wonder I wonder what this person would do by themselves. I wondered that about Prodigy. And Then he did it, and it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then you have other people who spin out of a group and do a solo project, and it's just like, what the fuck was that? You know what I'm saying? So, um, I personally don't think that Andre would make a what the fuck was that album, but I'm I'm curious to know what it would sound like. So yeah, I guess my my anticipation level is not at a 10, but it's probably you know maybe hovering around a seven. Um. Absolutely, because A, I want to hear it, but B, I don't think I ever will. So there's that part.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I don't think you'll ever hear it because I don't think the man ever wanted to do one.
0: I don't you know what I mean.
2: I You know what I'm saying? Like he, he he's had ample opportunity to do it. Like you got to think about this shit. Like
1: being we, an artist,
2: you know, being an artist, we're talking about int- being introverts and extroverts, right? You right. talk about a you talking about a group, big boy Andre. Andre has always kind of been the recluse of the group
0: always yeah
2: so he, he don't strike me as somebody who wants who wants to speak a lot or who wants to come out on topics when he says something he say, like take it back to the source awards okay you had never really heard him speaking outside of an interview and even then it was real low-key it was real subtle right. he said what he, he said what he said on stage and then gave you the action very I feel true. like so. So even back to what Mojo was saying, every time you hear him, he has something to say. I feel like if you don't speak a lot, and if you're some kind of thinker like Andre is, you're gonna get that kind of content every time he comes because it's only coming once every three fucking years. True that. You know what I'm sure saying? It. So like, so I I feel, I feel like he kind of like in his in his monk on in on the mountain stage, his 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 sage his sage wisdom. Like I don't, you know, I'm I'm cool, I'm straight. Like I told you, I bumped into this nigga on Venice Beach, and he no had doubt. that. You know, at the top of the pandemic, he had a flute and two white bitches with him. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's chilling, he's chilling. This shit he's, is fucking classic. <laughs> Yeah, real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was the time of the pandemic. The pandemic had just started. So, like, you know, you couldn't go inside buildings. So, motherfuckers was at the beach. And I ended up walking into, I'm like, oh shit, 3,000. And just instinctively, out of respect, I stuck up my hand and shake his hand. He gave me his elbow. And all I could do was laugh because I'm like, yeah, right. Elbows, nigga. Word. No doubt. Kept it pushing. Kept it pushing. But I don't think anybody recognized him because nobody was fucking with him.
0: You know what so what he saying?
2: can literally be like, he can literally be like, I was on the beach,
0: rubbing my elbows, Andre <laughs> <laughs> I was, I literally was. You know oh, that's was
2: come saying. on, man! You, you, come on, man! You know, I be, I be in them places. You know what I'm saying? I'm an elbow oh, brother, nah. baby, baby kissing. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to hold these alligators <laughs> down, kind of nigga. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but nah, but but you know, what I'm saying? I, I just, I just don't think he's like that. So, like, even with your Prodigy example, Prodigy was always getting on people' records. Prodigy. Was always somewhere in the mix of something. He cut he came outside. Havoc didn't come outside. True. You know what I'm saying? So, like even with Havoc rapping, you didn't get many, if any, guest appearances from him. Cause he was cool being in the crib, you know, just doing mob deep shit. And, and, okay. I, and that's and that's what I get from from Andre. He was cool just doing outcast shit. He didn't want to do all the extra stuff because he had every opportunity to hop on everybody' album. That nigga could call up anybody, and say, "What you working on? Let me get right. on that," and they're gonna do it.
1: Exactly. There was no. a point though where he was doing features like that, and that was, uh, well, I, I want to say that was like two thousand five or six. Oh
0: yeah, he did have a nice little run of features.
1: Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. But, I mean, I, but even did. with that, that
0: was like the only real stretch that you could call out to say, yeah, Dre fucking with, like, Dre ain't fucking with niggas that hopping on records. Like, outside of that, the entirety of his career, outside of that, has been outcast and occasionally jumping on somebody's record that he got respect for. So, like, but, that's...
2: Right. Th- like, that's it, because, like, even you saying those speeches and, and this might be, to my ignorance of being, of not being a fan like that, I'm like, how many did he do?
1: He had quite a few. He, uh, he did throw some Ds. He did, uh, Damn! Now I can't think of them all. That's oh, yeah. that crazy. Oh, they he just walk out. it out when that shit came out.
0: Okay. Oh, what was the name of that shit? What was the name of see, that I, shit? It was. See,
2: uh, see, see, I remember the walk it out joint, but but that but that to me that walk it out is an example of what I was saying.
0: Like, cause he didn't
2: pop out much. So when he did that, like, mm-hmm. that, cause I remember the talk around it. It was like, damn, I'm surprised he even got on this. And when he did, what did he do? He didn't. He didn't keep it on some. In line with the song, he did Andre. Mm-hmm. And, and he and he gave you a critique of what's going on. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So,
0: yeah.
2: so, 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 I, so, still, school me to some more because obviously I'm, I'm aware of walking out and throw some bees on it, but I don't really know any others.
0: I think, um, I think the biggest stretch was probably uh, more like 2007, 2008 ish, because he was on. Uh, I know he was on Bentley shit with, with uh, Yay. He was on. Uh, he was on Lloyd, he was on a joint with Lloyd, with uh, Nas. Uh what else? He was up there to Walk It Out Joint. Uh think, think, think. He was on a joint with Devin and Dude and Snoop Dogg. Um name of the joint? I think it's called What a Job, if I'm not mistaken. Um
2: Oh yeah, he is on What a Job. Yeah, yeah. What a job he
0: is? Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's my shit. He was on Green Light with John Legend that same year. Um Oh John Legend was on, don't that, count. That was International Players, Andrew, came out. So 07-08 so was like when it was crazy. All the storytelling with drama. Um, the Part 4 shit. Um, the Royal Flush shit with Big Boy and, Ray, and, Ray, and Rayquan on Big Boy's album. I mean, that kind of don't count because Big Boy is his uh, <laughs> it's his partner, but I mean, still, that's a feature because it was on Big Boy's project. So, um, so I mean, yeah, he's done, he's done a good number of features. The problem is, I think, in some cases, the features that he's done are not songs that we necessarily drop on our radar because we're we we do not always are always in tune with some of the artists that he features with that, um we'll necessarily check for their music you know what i'm saying that,
2: that's cool but i'm only going on the on the context of this conversation i don't even think you named 10 of them Hmm. you understand what i'm saying so like even like with the years that you that you went the first the first years was what did you say
0: uh, he said. Uh, Mojo it was said like, 05
2: first. Yeah, was, around was, like 05, 06,
0: 05, 06, and then seven. You came with some maybe 07, or 08 ones, right? Yeah, 07, or 08 probably was more. I think it was probably a little more because he said to walk it out, and that was actually in the 07, or 08 area, not, yeah, okay. not the 05.
2: Okay, okay, okay. I'm just saying it's it's it's, it's not plentiful. They, they you know what I'm saying like you're no,
1: module- right about that. It's not it's not as widespread as someone like. Little Wayne or Prodigy well, was just, like, so a Definitely or Ludacris f- or, fucking, or fucking Big Boy you're right no and I was going to make a point because when you were talking about the differences between Andre and Big Boy Big Boy has put out solo albums right. I had, like a couple of them at least that I'm aware of so and collab I mean, albums right so the point is valid you know yeah I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, Drake, like, realistically speaking, I think at this point, Drake kind of like, I'm going to sit here and let these words run around in my head until somebody give me a reason to rap. And, then, and if they give me a reason to rap, then I'll do it. Like, when Mike called him, yeah. and he heard it. He was like, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, right. I'm like, right. so, um, I, certain artists are in a certain space, um, at this, especially when you've had to kind of run the date that he's had um you know being a part of Outkast and just the respect the way that he's revered in hip hop. You get to a point where it's kinda like I don't have to rap for y'all every six months. I don't right. have to. Like I can literally wait. I can rap right now with Mike and I might not y'all might not hear me again to 2025. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? But it just depends on who calls and how much I fuck with them. And how much I mm-hmm. fuck with what they to do. Because if you think about it, he got um he was on uh TI's first album when he came back from prison. Um, the uh, da, 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 with the Trouble Man he was on there. So, um, a lot of people were were kind of shocked to see him on there. But I was like, y'all don't understand. Like Ti is like the Ti was a part of that second class out of ATL after Outcast wave, and they really fuck like all of them guys really fuck with each other. Like you know, what I'm saying even if they ain't the best of friends, they all fuck with each other. Ti, Killer Mike, Young Bloods, that whole class came mm-hmm. in together, right? You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, I wasn't shocked by it at all, but it, it does speak to the respect level that CI has in the city that Andre 3000 was willing to jump on record. With. So, um, right. even after all the bullshit went down. So, yeah, I mean, enough respect, Andre 3000, you are, as of right now, until somebody supplants you, you are definitely my, in my top five. And I would love to hear his album, but if I don't get it, you are give me more than enough. So, I appreciate it. <laughs> you,
2: you, you know what? You know what also, too, though? One thing I think we are overlooking. What's that? <laughs> that nigga sold more albums to everybody we named
0: that he did records with that he did records with.
2: He he chilling. He chilling. He, chillin'.
1: <laughs> he, oh.
2: he don't give a fuck, man. He wear the same over coverall outfit everywhere he goes, same red fucking scully and that goddamn fluke. He is chilling. He ain't buying no clothes. He out of college. You know, kid <laughs> out know. of college. I don't give a fuck, yo. Niggas, <laughs> <some> <laughs> shit. Yeah, nigga, shit. So then nigga said, "Where you at? Japan. Japan, Japan? Japan? Learning how to make how to make these sushi rolls."
0: Oh man, yo, that is wild shit, but it's true. But it's true, it's true. It's super
2: yeah.
0: true. Oh man, Damn, that shit is crazy. Hey man, look. I again, I I hoped I hope to be able to hear that, but. If I never hear it, I understand why. And I'm, I'm more satisfied with what I already got. So I'm cool. But I did bring up Michael. Have y'all heard Michael? I know, I, yeah, I know you heard it. Mojo, yes, you sir. heard Michael? Yeah, I heard Michael. Okay. So um, I'm not necessarily going to get into a whole full-blown review or nothing. Um, just what do you think of the album? And it's already getting... Now, mind you, it's only the halfway mark of the year. It's, always getting, it's already getting album with a year uh, hype. How, what, what do you think? As far as I what you it's, also, I think it's well deserved.
2: I think it's well deserved. I, I, mm-hmm. I love the album. I think it's dope. The depth that he went to, the shit he talked about. I think it's a complete album. I think the shit fine. And I do feel like album of the year contender, at that point.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Mojo? I agree. That's really all I gotta say is I agree. Cause um if I'm if I'm gonna be like, you know, doing hard critiques on it. Killer Mike and, you know, his, his bars are not super like impressive to me, but I enjoy the way he structures his bars. Mm. And I think that it's, I think it's real difficult to try to be as honest as he was and still, you know, fucking wrap his ass off. Mm. Yeah. That's not easy.
0: That's not easy. I can tell you that's definitely not easy. Um,
1: Yeah. I I
0: think the album of the year uh, is, are definitely called for. Um, I, I had to listen to the album three times. I had to because, um, the first time I listen to an album, I'm always listening to the lyrics first. Um, not not that I'm not paying attention to the beats, but they don't mean as much to me the first time I listen. The second time I listen, I'm listening more for the production and how cohesive the production is. And so then the third time I listen is putting it all together and and just taking it all in. That's just my process for how I listen to music. So um, when when I'm trying to critique it or have something that, if I have something I need to say about it, if it's just something I'm listening to for my personal enjoyment, I'll just listen. But I listened to Michael and I was immediately, you know, like, wow, this is like different. Like, I've heard a lot of Killer Mike over time. Like, this is not what I'm used to. This is different. Um, I have my own personal issues with Killer Mike. Hmm. It, 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 uh, as 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 a man, not as an artist, not and not even necessarily as a man, but just the way he thinks and some of the ideals that he that he's put forward. Um, I have my own personal issues with those, but and those things do pop up in places on the album, and those are the points where I'm kind of like, ah, okay, there's that. Like shit. what? Like what? But, like what? Like what? Killer Michael is an unabashed. Killer Mike is an unabashed black capitalist, uh, and and I and I. And people will look at me crazy and say, we live in America. What's wrong with that? Uh-huh. And I would, and, and my response to that is, that's what the fuck has been wrong with America this whole time. <laughs> do you not realize, do you understand the actual nature of capitalism? You know what I'm saying? So for me, that's, issue, but, but that has nothing to do with music, in my opinion. So when I listen to the album, I have to take that out of the equation. Um, so a couple of times when I heard him say shit that, that was leaning in that direction, I was just kind of like, whatever, I'm just going to listen to the music. And he flows great um like you said his bar structure is strong he's always been a good rapper he's always been a good rapper um he just wasn't always the best at putting projects together lp helped him out a lot when they started running the jewels and i think that experience helped him formulate what he did here so yeah definitely album of the year contender um great job mike great job no id everybody that was involved with that like that's yeah that shit slaps bro <laughs> that shit slaps like a motherfucker like i ain't gonna front um and outside of those three times, I listen to it just to have a, uh, a educated opinion. Boom. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was. That was weird. Um, okay.
2: <laughs> what? Well, yo, yo, yo. So, so excuse, excuse me for jumping. I, I, I just have to ask this question
0: because of what you just
2: said okay. before we, before we got cut off by the powers that be. What is your? Uh, I don't know if issue is the right word, but what is your issue with? Black with black capitalism, and I, and I understand because you said that's what's wrong with American capitalism, but black capitalism in the aspects of how I hear Mike speak about it, I just want to know what your issue with black capitalism is. Not to debate, I just want to know.
0: Okay, so my issue in in a nutshell is, um, and I take it back to a question that's been asked regularly over years in regards to Christianity. What is the slave master ever giving you that was good for you? Nothing. So um I, I am personally of the opinion that capitalism should be destroyed and that that there should be it should be replaced with a more inclusive um capitalist, uh, system of uh, revenue or finance that is going to be beneficial to all participants who who equally put their part in um case being there should never be a, a situation where there's someone who's worked 30 years mastered their mastered their craft reached you know certain heights or whatever in regards to their ability to do their thing and they die, in a, you know, in, in in a dire situation. That should never be the case. If a person mm-hmm. puts the work in, they should be rewarded for the work that they've done. Um, we we place too high of a premium on, premium on, on entertainment and, and things that we watch that ha- that have no real bearing on our lives in this country. Um, so, um, I, I talked to a doctor once, and as much as I feel like the, the whole medical system in America, especially, is a fucking scam, I understand the necessity for doctors. I get it. Um, mm-hmm. So those people put the time in, did all that work uh, to become a medical professional to help save people's lives. Uh, at least they say that's what they do it for. I, I'm real, as if you can't tell by the way I'm saying this, I'm very cynical about almost anything dealing with America, but um, at the but end I, of the day, I, I there's know, no reason I know,
2: yeah, I know you are. That's why, That's kind of why I asked this question. But, but go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: At the end of the day, a person bouncing a basketball should never make more money than a person saving lives. Shit doesn't make sense. It's ridiculous. But the principles and, and things in this country are so ass-backwards that we think it makes sense and we think it's okay. And it's not. So, um yeah, I mean, the fact, it's a lot of shit to go into it. Us having to pay for health care, us having to pay for higher education with when, when countries that are supposedly less developed and... and not as up to par as America is can offer those things to the to their citizens for free. Um yeah. But I don't they,
2: know. Well, I mean, so even with, with that aspect, because you know I'm going through some some medical shit right now. So so I definitely feel it. But what I also understand is about those other countries that you mentioned, it's paid for through the taxes. Right. You know, so it's not necessarily free. It's paid for, you just don't have to pay out of pocket. Because, you know, so right. it's just because everybody's feeding into the same pot, so far as with their taxes and shit. But with that being said, I, so I, so I understand what you said about so far as like the American capitalism. But I kind of, I guess, want to get more of an understanding of what you're saying that what's wrong with the black capitalism because I, you know, I I pay attention to what Mike speaks on when it comes to these things and and my understanding of what, when when he goes into black capitalism, it, it is more about the collective. But the problem is we've always been in position. We're in a position to where we don't even understand how to make money. We only understand how to work. You know what I'm saying? So, like, so far as with the ownership and being able to share these resources, that's what I hear when he speaks. Like, when when he talks about the grocery stores, when he talks about the banks, like, being all-inclusive for our own. So, that's why I was... I I like
0: that one. I like that part, most definitely. Yeah. Now, like yeah, I said, yeah. there's parts of what he says that I'm all in on. I'm all in right. on certain, certain things that he says. But the thing for again, the thing for me has always been you can't dial into this. And I even said it in a verse I just wrote the other day. How you gonna make a change using the same system that made you a slave? You can't do it. This should need to be dismantled. There's something else that needs to be put in place of it. I, I support black socialism over black capitalism any day. <laughs> any day. But but also with that I have a keen understanding that surviving in a system that is built on capitalism, you must have capital in order to do so. I get that. There are certain okay. things that are not, that are not going to be that are you know, that are unavoidable in in the in the in the quest to get to a point of having a, a more uh, stable and a, a more uh, inclusive and all serving financial system. Those type of things going to take time, and you can't mm-hmm. take away what's currently here without having the means to do so. So yeah, I get I get all of that. At, at, at the end of the day, the end goal for me is a different thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I would be, <clears throat> I would be, you know, I would be lying if I said, "Oh, um, yeah, I believe if you vote for this person." I don't believe none of that shit works. None of it, because mm-hmm. they all play the same game. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> since they all playing the same game, like if you they if they all playing the same games and you have a, a incorrect understanding of the rules, you're gonna think they're playing the game the right way because of what they told you the rules were. But they told you what the rules were. You didn't do the research to find out what the actual rules of the game are. So now we're in a situation where I, I love the concept of Mike doing the Crip Cola, Crip Cola and all of that other shit. I love that. Take those brothers out here running around, utilizing their unity and their numbers for all the wrong reasons. And, and it's turning into something good that can not only sustain them financially, but also give them something they can leave to the ones coming behind them to keep going. So they don't have to go do that. You right. know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. Like nobody appreciates that more than I do. But yeah, capitalism in and of itself the, the very nature of the system of capitalism is predatory. So it would be it would in my personal opinion it would be better to enforce those same principles but in a in a less capitalistic framework cuz in capitalism somebody's going to lose. Somebody's going to be hurt in the end. Of this. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we're seeing right now in this country and the things that we're seeing flying left and right. We feel like, oh, my God, everything's going crazy. You know why? Because capitalism is fucking failing. And that's why that's happening. So that's <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm not getting ready to dive off that board right now. But yeah, that's that's a uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I feel you. I, I, and don't get me wrong, I do fuck with Mike, and I fuck with Mike heavy. I, I really do, and I think he's, I think he's a great guy. And I, I appreciate the fact that he's taking his what he knows and what he's uh, gathered as far as resources goes to empower the people around. Him. That is a beautiful thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, just mm, yeah, capitalism is capitalism is awful, man. I don't care what, if it's black, white, green, Puerto Rican, whatever. Capitalism well, is just bad.
2: Well, let me let me just say this part because again, like, because I understand what you're saying. Again, I'm not here to like I said, debate on the right or wrong aspect of it. It's just obviously perspectives. If, if you think about it, from the beginning of the time, it's always been the haves versus the have-nots. Always. And, and I think it's going to consistently be that way. Somebody's going to have more than the other. What we choose to What we choose to term it, what kind of name we give it, and the vitriol we put behind that, I think sometimes we might get lost in that part of it because i understand what you're saying so far as the somebody's gonna lose but even in socialism if 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 it runs ideally perfect maybe nobody loses but somebody's gonna have to lose because everybody's putting in everybody don't have it to put in you know what i'm saying so somebody's gonna be given more somebody's gonna have less to give like i think it's gonna always be that way now if we're putting it behind the dollar and all of that like like i used to like capitalism felt like america's failing all the other countries are engaged in the capitalism. You know what I'm saying? Like now now they've just figured out how to cut America out.
0: The countries that you're speaking of specifically would be the, the ones that got together for the BRICS situation, right?
2: That's one of them. You know, okay. so it's, a couple, it's a couple of situations going on where, you know, companies, with countries have banded together, you know what I'm saying, to exclude other countries. You right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, you know, and, and it, it you you gonna have it's been gangs since the beginning of this, shit. they just didn't call it a gang, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it, 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 it's it's I don't know, man. Like, because I understand exactly what you're saying. Because to me, what you're saying is, where's the humanity in everything? That's what it sounds like that, to me. Where, where, is, where's, the, where's the humanity in it, you know what I mean? Like, where, where's the caring? Where's where the okay, I know you don't have it, I do let me help you out. Where is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, which is why I think Killer Mike's message is more along that, like, okay, well, let's show everybody how to get it so we can help each other out. And and, I, and but but and but separately from them. Separately from quote unquote them. We need to figure out how to do this for us. So that's why I asked the question. You know what I'm saying? Cause like that's just how I how I take in what he's saying.
0: I feel it. absolutely, and I—I I mean, I have—I have, I have uh, other aspects of my of my life that kind of <laughs> that kind of yeah, uh, yeah, you know. But so, yeah, I mean, it is, and and again, bro, like 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 I said, I understand. Right now, we live we live in diehard capitalism. So if that's how you're going to survive this, thing, then do what you got to do. But like. Mm-hmm. I just think that it it has to be a, I I guess for me, the big thing is, I understand that you're showing people how to do A, B, or C, but you're basically teaching them how to do that just over here. And it should be, it should be more to it. It should be, you know, and I would love to sit down and talk to him, you know what I'm saying? To kind of um, get a clearer picture of where he is and kind of maybe impart some of what, what I think may help. Uh, not only improve the vision, but also, you know, uh, expand it so it reaches some people who may stand on the outside of it right now for the very same reasons that I'm speaking on. There's some mm-hmm. people that I know, like ah, I mean, I fuck with Mike and all, but that's and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know what it is, but I feel like if if the right people talk to him and we kind of had a had a plan and an idea for how to do it this way,
1: <clears throat>
0: you know, what I'm saying that that he would be with it as long as it's gonna mean we win in the end. Like I think I think he would be with it. So. I don't know. I don't, he doesn't seem like an unreasonable brother. So, enough love. Killer Mike, amen. Nothing but love for you, dog. He is, he is um, a true... I, he's one of the few people that I can speak of in hip-hop who who does exactly what he says. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? He stands on that. So, yeah, I, I can fuck with that. Most definitely. Um, speaking of hip-hop, I hear a lot of people complaining about award shows. A lot of people complaining about award shows. The problem is the same people every year are saying, "I don't fuck with the Grammys, I don't fuck with the BET Awards, I don't fuck with." But you have a lot to say about what's taking place on the award show, so that means you should. You're probably watching it, but you don't mm-hmm. fuck with it. So why are you watching? I don't. <laughs> I don't understand the concept. So I mean, I know y'all see it. Like we see it all the time. Every year, the Double XL freshman cover. Oh, I don't fuck with none of them people. Nobody asked you if you did.
2: <laughs>
0: Nobody asked you. You probably don't even read double XL, so why do you care? Like
2: N- nigga, that, you, don't, that, nigga, you don't read. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit.
1: Damn, hey, Mojo I just realized the time to be late, bro. Yeah, I know. I'm not anywhere close to the studio right now, so <laughs> Sorry. Oh, shit, it's all good. Hey, it is what it is. They
0: know, I, I, you know what? Actually, they don't know what we're doing because that was uh, Gabe that called me earlier. And I was like, oh, we're doing the pie early. He was like, oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's just wild. But yeah, man, this, this award show shit is fucking wild. And I, I never understood why people feel the need every single year to say how much they don't fuck with the award shows every time the award show comes on. Um, any thoughts on that either way?
1: My connection yeah. is a little trash, but I'll chime in. Um, I've been, I don't know. I, I, I have been one of those. But then when you say things, it's like, uh, what did you say? You said, nobody asked you. I'm like, you're absolutely <laughs> right. Nobody asked me if I like any of these people. Do I go out and listen to any of these people? No. So I don't, I'm, I just got tired of griping about it. <laughs> it like, no.
0: Oh, there you go. He went Max Headroom again.
2: God damn it! <laughs> you, you, like you, it. You, you, you niggas out there and all
0: that rain and shit. Nah, I don't know what it is out there, but yeah. The funny shit. The funniest shit of all is we right here where the fucking T-Mobile home base is, and our shit be crazy. craziest. <laughs> oh, true.
2: T-Mobile. I didn't even know they was based out of there.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: but okay, all right. But but to answer your question, man, look, this is how I see the shit. This this is kind of why I even say. You know niggas don't read. They're complaining about shit that they don't understand how it works. Never. And that's what, and that's where the complaint comes from. Like motherfuckers be all up in arms about what the Grammys are doing or aren't doing. I'm gonna say this, and I and I hope that this shit reach. I mean, obviously, I hope our podcast reaches every motherfucking ear, <laughs> then Absolutely. we because then we can get some of that black capitalist money. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the check, nigga. <laughs> But <laughs> but but people don't understand that the Grammys is a is a club. Nothing more, nothing less. It is a club. It is an association. You have to pay dues to participate. All, all they did was allow us to see their award show. The Grammys ain't for the fucking citizens. It's for the people in the club. That's all it is. So people uh, complain, no, 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 no. Of, you know, you know what I'm saying. So people complain about that shit all the time, you know, but not understanding that that's what it, this ain't about. What your thoughts are, this is about what the voting, what the people who can vote are about, and they paid money to be able to vote. You didn't pay shit, so your opinion doesn't matter. Ah, I feel you that. know, you know what I'm saying now. So far as like, so so even with any any kind of dues paying organization, there's money being set aside for these award shows to look a certain way, for them to operate a certain way. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Same thing with the Oscars. You know, they operate a certain way because of the dues that are being paid. Everybody, everybody that you see, it, nigga, the seats at the Grammys can go from anywhere from 100 to $3,000, depending on where you're sitting. Where you're sitting. And you pay those amount and you pay those amounts to sit beside people that you can network with is networking. Niggas don't understand that shit. All we know is music. Oh, it ain't no black people up there. Now mind you. Now mind you. I'm I'm with them on the complaints about the blacks. But that's something they have to handle within their club. Right. And I and I actually know that they've been trying to handle it because when I first came to motherfucking LA for my first time ever for a visit, which was like oh seven or some shit like that. It just so happens that somebody from my hood back in North Carolina, one of my homies I came up with, his younger sister works at Norris. Well, she used to work yeah. there. So through the grapevine, you know, so I got put in touch with her because I didn't know her growing up. She's that much younger than me. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know her. So got put in touch with her, end up going um, I went on a tour of the building. And the tour and the tour ended with the the what was his fucking um I can't remember his position, but he was the head of, of Urban Something there, and the man told me exactly how the Grammys work, and what they're doing to try to get more black people and people of color, more minorities in there as voting members. Like people don't even know like the Grammys only cost 100 dollars a year to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? It's Yeah, that's it. It's a hundred dollars a year. Nigga, Candy Cole is a vote. Is a voting member. True, indeed. I remember
0: when she posted that. No doubt. No doubt. Hell yeah.
2: Yeah, I I I, I wrote one of her recommendations.
0: That's lit. You
2: understand that's what lit. I'm saying? Like, and and the and the qualifications to be a member aren't that high. But again, niggas don't read, so we don't know shit. Right. You know, so that's so what, so 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 to get off of that rant to to take it over to the BET awards, that's not a club, that's a network, and they're putting yep. on a sh- they're putting on a show for the people. So whatever resources they have is what it is, and that's what you're getting. So of course it's not going to be the same every year. They're trying to spice it up. They're trying to make it look different each year, every year. You know, because it's still it's BET now 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 BET is owned by black people. Oh yeah. When was the last oh. time it was owned by black people?
0: Bob Johnson in there, right?
2: Right. How long ago was that, bro? <laughs> okay, you Bruh. know what I'm saying. So, 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 like, so, like, motherfuckers got to give us some kind of grace and understanding. It's like, okay, now it's the first time, and they try something new. They they went without a host. Yeah, you know, you know they they did it like on some DJ shit. You, know, it just is what it is, man. Like, 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 you know. Again, expectations and understanding be two different things, man. And we operate from the wrong side of it a lot of times because we, we look at what the final product is and we imagine what it took to get there. And you don't even know what it's supposed to take to get there. And you got an opinion about it. And nine times right. out of the ten is, ne- is negative.
0: I think niggas think they be sitting backstage doing them votes for the show right before the award show starts.
1: And yeah. then they go out
0: on stage and announce that shit. Like, I really yeah. think niggas think that's how it works. And I'm like, yo, bro, like on the real, the person that you should have won the Grammy the people who would have put them up for that Grammy ain't even in the conversation to put them in yeah so so I mean that's that's a that's a failure on our part to not participate in the process you know what I'm saying it's just like when the people say uh you heard you heard the saying before if you don't vote don't complain right same principle if you haven't been engaged enough in the Grammy process to to have any say in who should should be included and who should be doing whatever, then I mean, complaining is asinine. Just watch the show if you are gonna watch it. <laughs> you know what I am saying? <laughs> exactly, you know exactly. Saying, the person you wanted to win didn't win, but I mean, at the end of the day, like we have no bearing on that. I don't care whose album you bought. I don't care who show you went to twenty times while they was on tour. I don't give a fuck about none of that. And the Grammys don't give a fuck about it either. Like you know, that's the, the, the the Grammys, uh, you know
2: what I am saying? People think it is. Again, this is not having understanding. The Grammys is not about sales. It's not about sales. Indeed. If that's the case, if that's the case, whoever sells the most is gonna always get the award. What it is is this. So, 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 just to tell you what the brother told me about how the process goes. Okay, you know, you pay your dues, you become a member. If you if you are an artist, you nominate yourself. Yes, other people can nominate your music, but you nominate yourself to get into running. The same way any kind of election for any kind of civic office you put yourself in the running for it so that's why a lot of times your favorite art is not even fucking considered they haven't put themselves in the running number one number two again it's a club so now this is where the racial disparity might come into play where actually where it does come into play because again like you, you have all of these older white men Yes, at the at the top of the committee, and it's more of them than it is of anybody else. Again, it's a club. They might not know any of this music that they voting for, but they get a ballot, and you know what right. they're going to do? They're going to look at the name they recognize and vote for that one. Exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? So, like these cats, they campaign. You know what I'm saying? They send music to people. They have private shows and bring people through and endear themselves. It's, it's it's politics, bro.
0: Man, and too. I was speaking more understanding that the game is not as cut and dry as it was when he's making demos, sending a demo, get a deal like that. It, it ain't that no more. Like it, you know what I'm saying? It ain't it ain't that by a long shot. Anymore. So, right. What, what we're experiencing now is the game turning into a whole different monster. You know what I'm saying? Because of the digital part you were talking about earlier. So my thing is, if you have an issue with how the Grammys is operating, create your own thing. You have the avenue to do it now, right? You know, what I'm saying um, that to me. That makes that makes it makes the most sense to be fully informed of what it is that you're dealing with in order to take the most advantage of it. Um, I talked to you about it when we were doing the CNN project you, when you was like um, putting me on the game about promo and all of that, and I was like, "Yeah, man, you know what crazy shit is? I've been putting records out all this time, and I never done none of this." You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> You know what I mean? and it, But, but now everything moving different because of what I know mm-hmm. and what I, and what I, and now that I know to do it, you know what I'm saying? I don't have, uh, I don't have the same complaint anymore. Okay. Boom. It's not getting enough eyes. Okay. Now I know it's getting more eyes because I'm doing the things that he showed me. So it's getting in front of more people and I'm seeing the return on that. So Word. I, I, I don't know, man, people walking into situations un, uninformed is dangerous in a lot of ways. And it and it leads to those kind of opinions that could keep you on the outside looking in, and that's you basically know, what, that's that's basically
2: what's happening. You know what happened? You know what happened? They took GI Joe off the air, right? They took GI Joe off the air at the end of oh, every episode. <laughs> at, at of, keep up oh, with me, man. Keep up with me at the end of I every mean, episode. What they tell you? What they tell you? Knowing is half the battle.
0: Half the battle. Absolutely. Hell yeah wow bro that's real shit and, and you know the funny thing about that is coming up in an era we came up in that stuck in our heads and we recognize that knowing is half the battle so now it, the, the goal is to know and you gotta
2: know man you gotta know like,
0: like like what all of this shit we
2: was talking about like even, even even just even a touch back on it just for that even with the, with the capitalism we gotta know man
0: absolutely hell yeah
2: the, the, you know a big part of us losing was we didn't know
0: Man, that's real shit. (laughs) That's real. (laughs) That's real shit. They
2: didn't want you to be. They didn't want you reading because if you could read, then you would know
0: that part. God, man, that oh man. You know the funny shit is it's it's little things like that that people um that people constantly overlook. They constantly overlook it. I'm like, bro, you do realize that all of this and. This goes back to something that I and this wasn't even on the list, but I'm glad that that that, that just came up. It's, it gets said on a very regular basis. I saw a meme about it the other day. No, I saw a TikTok video about it the other day, and it was um they always tell us forget the past, um you know saying It's right. not living in the past, dealing with slavery, but like every year we celebrate the Fourth of July. That's the past, you know. What right. what say we, you know, say we got to learn about X, Y, and Z all the time in school, taking up time we could be learning something that's actually going to be valuable to our experience and the world that we live in, right. Um, and that's the past. So, if you want us to, do you want us to forget the past, as in not take history classes and know what happened before we got here, or do you want us to embrace the past and learn from it? Which one is it? It can't, be mm-hmm. can't do both. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So, and that part right. goes into it. If you don't recognize the past, you don't realize that them not wanting you, them not wanting you to read, had nothing to do with. Um, they were like, oh, they didn't want us to know um, what kind of laws they were paying. Yeah, that was a part of it. But the point is, they just didn't want you to know at all. Mm-hmm. Don't know shit. All you
2: need to know is what I tell you. Exactly. Get out there, pick that cotton, pick that watermelon, kill those animals,
0: and don't know shit, because that's all I need you for. That's it. That's all I need. That's it. That's all I need. And it doesn't matter what you... And then once we started learning and knowing things, there were... there. Then they then they utilize. Oh, and well, now they know. So now, since they know, let's put it in writing. Since they can read, let's put it in writing to let them know. Hey, you can't do this. You know, right. so you're bar- you're barred from doing this thing. Um, and then over time, they pass laws to say, "Oh no, you can do it," and and we should make it fair. But then, whoa, whoa, where, where <laughs> you going? Where you going? Where you going with this? You already know. <laughs> let, let's go! Uh, Come on!
2: Let, let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Come on!
0: I'm so. Wait. Apparently, the Supreme Court of the United <laughs> States does not feel that affirmative action has a place in our society any longer. Um, I, I'm going to tell you, man, I, everything that I've seen in the last year politically, mm-hmm. everything that I've been specifically dialed into has been an attack on Black people and people of color across the country. Everything.
2: Yo, hold, hold on. Where the fuck is Mojo? Uh,
0: Mojo may be in transit. We're supposed to be in a okay. meeting right now. Yeah, go. yeah,
1: I'm on the road right now. I'm
2: listening.
0: Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Got gotcha. yeah, We're supposed to be in a meeting. I'll be heading out the door to it here shortly. But um, yeah, so I, I, the affirmative action thing, at first it didn't hit me hard because I was mm-hmm. like, uh, okay. But then I started thinking about it. And I started thinking, man, some of these brothers and sisters who work their way up to CEO titles or COO, CFO, whatever they only got in the door because of affirmative action. Right. Um, You know what I'm saying? And now you're taking the probability of that off the table as we have a higher number of Black students getting uh, getting ready to come out of colleges, um, you know, jumping into the job force straight out of high school, things of that nature. And you're taking the one piece of legislation away that was able to get them in the door to make someone have to listen to them. You know what I'm saying? Um, To give them the opportunity to show that they were worthy of the job. Um, it's,
2: it's bro, uh huh. <laughs> right, so, 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 so let, so, let me, let me throw this in there. So, so, just to even narrow down the specifics of it, they didn't kill affirmative action in the workplace. What they killed was affirmative action supports college admissions. now, now, now with that being said, though, with that being said, there's a trickle down because without certain pieces of education you don't even have an opportunity to get to that door so your race so your race won't even be a factor because you don't even have the qualifications now possibly that part. you know saying come well coming from the institutions that they deem worthy because because you and i both went to hbcu we understand the 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 what's the word the perception of that quote, that quote, unquote, quality of education compared to the PWIs, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's always been a. I got, I, I had a, I had, a, I got a close, uh, personal friend of mine, black dude, who went to a PWI on a football scholarship. I'm putting all this shit out there, like what it is on a football scholarship. Actually, told me to my face. Oh well, you know, HBCUs don't prepare you for the real world. He told me this. Mm. He told me this. Now, what's funny is you know, I had to rub it in his face. Like, I'm like, bro, like, you have no idea. I'm like, you know, like, obviously your background didn't teach you these things. I'm like, but what happens in the black community is we know more, way more about other people's households than they know about ours. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? So what happens now is, okay, yeah, we couldn't go to school with them. So we have our own school set to the side that we go to and we get these same educations. And we understand that we have to fight harder for these yeah. places. You know what I'm saying? So all I'm saying is eventually that nigga was in a picture with Michael Regan, the pres the uh the head of the EPA, who is a proud North Carolina anti Aggie, my nigga. And I went to school with him. <laughs> So 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 when I saw so when I saw the picture, I was like, Yeah, Aggie Pride, motherfucker. HBCU you're, shit. You You know what hey. I'm saying? So 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 so, you know, like, yeah, they didn't kill it in the workplace because I was reading an article this morning about how certain companies have said they're not gonna change their affirmative action initiative they're going to keep it going you know um, but yeah definitely like if if certain people can't get into these into these educational programs then automatically they're going to be out of the running for any of these places and not put e- any of these positions and not even to even go into the fact that I, I wasn't aware of this until this week that apparently affirmative action benefited white women more than it did people of color
0: oh yeah absolutely absolutely yeah you know, it's a it's a it's a normal thing in this country for them to put us in the front of it because it make it sound different. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, so you say we do a, we you know we we pass affirmative action and you know the black people are gonna get a fair break and da 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 da. And it it's a normal practice in America and it goes back to people not reading. They're they're pretty sure you're not gonna read it, right? because so, I'm pretty sure you're not gonna read it, I could put this in here to make sure that that white women get they shake too. Um. But we're just going to put this part in the front because this is the part that's going to get you, that that you're going to be emotionally invested in. Um, mm-hmm. Because race relations in America has always been an emotional situation. So when you look at it, I I specifically started talking about the employment aspect because I know how things yeah. work here. Right. It's, it starts with the school thing and eventually you're going to roll it into other stuff. Just right, like when right,
2: they- right, 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 right,
0: right. Yeah, like when they passed the ban on abortions, I said, okay, Y'all let them do that. And you, you do know what's coming next, right? You do realize all the other things that are connected to that that are going to start happening now. And it's only a matter of time before it comes. Um, uh, they, passed the, they passed the law allowing gay marriages. They already outlawed abortion. It's only a matter of time before they roll that one back. They, uh, it's only a matter of time before they start attacking uh, interracial things. and all. all of those things are going to be on the table to be fucked with because of us allowing them to do this one thing. So right. now with affirmative action being on the scope, boom, we we already fucked with the colleges. Hopefully this will trickle down into this. Okay, if it's not being effective enough at keeping you out of these positions, then we'll just have to go do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who honestly believe that there is no ulterior motive to anything that the, that the Supreme Court does. That these nine people are all-knowing and all-wise and the decision they come to is the final word and blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want y'all to know, Supreme Court justices are fucking people. They are Fact. people who brought their prejudices, their biases, and their biases and their bullshit with them to the Supreme Court. They brought it and, all with them when they came. And may I
2: interject? <laughs> and may I interject that they were placed there by people with their with biases.
0: That part, people don't realize. You don't get to vote on who the Supreme Court <laughs> justices are. They are appointed.
1: You, you know. So
0: these nine people are making decisions that are going to affect the entirety of the country, and we did not, as the people, put them in those positions.
2: Right? Because, like, you know what's even crazy? What's even crazy about this shit? Because, like, I see so many people once again, you know, and and rightfully so, saying what they're saying about Clarence Thomas. Oh yeah, nigga, would you read? The vote was six two and six three. Yep. If he if he had voted. On our side, still lose. Still losing, yeah. Still lose. Why? Because of the other people that were appointed.
0: No doubt. No doubt. And I mean, you know, yeah, you voting in the affirmative with your folks, it it, it looks good on paper. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I'm gonna give you a prime example of what I'm talking about. Barack Obama, the prime okay. example. Okay. Okay. Um, I get flat every time I say something derogatory about Barack Obama. And I'm okay. like, look, man, I need y'all to do your research and look at what exactly happened during the eight years that he was in office. Like, mm-hmm. let's not let's not listen to the smooth talk and the memes that, that make him out to be a hero or none of that shit. Don't pay attention to none of that. Mm-hmm. Go read what actually happened in the eight years that he was in office. And then you mm-hmm. come back and tell me that I'm wrong. But they won't do that. So much like Clarence mm-hmm. Thomas and the people in the Supreme Court, you see the decision you assume and most people will assume because they won't do the research to find out it was six three they'll think it was a unanimous and Mm -hmm. all of them all voted the exact same way but you you have to pay attention to who put those people in the places that they're in and you may be able to pick out the three people who voted against exactly that's all you got to look at right who put that person there oh you probably voted against this okay cool but even in the grand scope of that and i'm getting ready to make this I'm not gonna do it. Never mind. Nope. Not do it. Not
2: no, be. no. Come on, man. Come on with it. Come, Come on. Come on. Come on. You want to? You want to? It's it's eating at you. It's eating at you. You want to? Okay.
0: Even in the grand scheme of all of that, <laughs> uh, of the people being appointed, we know the people who appointed them, and all of that, and they may have voted. Oh, I'm gonna vote against that. But my question is, they've had enough discussions to know how everything was gonna get, how everything was gonna swing. They knew this already. Do you think it's even possible that maybe they made that vote on the, to the affirmative on our side just for the look? We just got to make it look like everybody didn't agree to this. Like, Ooh. I don't know, man. It's a game being played on a level so high that most niggas will see it and think it's one thing and it's a whole different situation. That was supposed to happen. That was going to happen regardless of everything else. That was going to happen. Because the majority of people on the Supreme Court have been put in place by people who have zero interest in seeing black people succeed. Right. In so, well, yeah, man, that's crazy. Well, so
2: so so even to that point, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, and, and, and here we go. Like, like, how you said what, you know, what you criticize Obama and people say, whatever, whatever, right? I'm not even going to go into that part of the conversation. I'm going to go into the part that everybody... You know, cause everybody, ooh, Trump, 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 all these niggas is still Trump, 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 Trump. Trump put three of the justices in there who voted against affirmative action. Yep. Like, do you motherfuckers understand what's going on? Like, like, so again, back to what you said before about if you you know, if you don't vote, you can't complain. I know quite a few people who I'm not voting, I right, it's gonna be whatever it's gonna be. And, and their understanding of it, in my opinion, is, is a little lacking. And I'm not saying that mine is full, is, is way fuller than theirs, but, you know, it's a little lacking because they think it's just as simple as voting for this one person and that's it. No. Well, I, so I guess I am taking it back to the Obama thing a little bit because, and and, and not that he ran saying, I'm going to be the black president and I'm doing all of these things for black people. What people don't understand is all these other positions in the government, they have a say-so too. Yep, and and the say so that they have it all depends on who got more on this side, who got more on that side, and if, <laughs> if a democ and if a and if a black Democratic president has to fight all of these Republicans because they're because out, he's outnumbered, it don't matter what his policy is. Nine times out of ten is gonna get shot down. Indeed, you know, i like it's 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 a tough. It's always a t- and I'm just only saying that not to defend him. But just to just to put it out there, like the whole shit is a tug of war. It's a two party system. It's a two party system. So it's always gonna be okay. a tug of war between these two motherfuckers. It's always gonna be a tug of war.
0: I'm gonna get ready hey. to put it. I'm gonna put it. Put it in the fire all the way live. Okay. It ain't no tug of war. Okay. What we see is a tug of war. It ain't no tug of war. I, I, I equate American politics to WWE. When they're in front of us, they have to act, act like they don't agree with each other. And they don't want the same thing. They have what, to, because otherwise, what's the point of having two parties if they don't disagree with each other? <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: Well, okay. I, well, I, what, what, what you're what you're saying kind of basically kind of finishes up what I was gonna say because I was gonna say they actually do all want the same things. They just don't agree on how to go about it.
0: Right. I th- and I think that may be. I think that may be the the biggest differential between the two. And I, I often tell people, I say, yeah, it's a two party system. It's really one party. It's just two doors you can go. There's two different ways you can get it. That's all it is. It's all the same party because at the end of the day, uh, the elevation of the greater population of the country who who exists below uh, below the, the point of saying that they uh, have affluence, those people, they don't give a fuck about them. The only thing they care about as far as that goes is keep working, keep generating money for these companies, keep paying your tax dollars because that's what's keeping, keeping all of this going. Mhm. all y'all are responsible for keeping all of this going, but in all actuality, we don't give two fucks about you. So, right. you know, we'll do enough to make sure dog, they, they do just enough to make sure that you're able to keep going to work. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and yeah. I'm really I'm really not trying not to go down this I'm, I'm trying my best not to go too far down this hole cuz I'm telling you like this I could do this shit all day. But um yeah. So I mean, yeah, the Supreme Court Affirmative, affirmative action in and of itself, the fact that affirmative action was necessary, first and foremost, was a fucking travesty. The fact that there had to be an affirmative action in the first place is fucking ridiculous. But more importantly, when something is put in place to level the playing field somewhere, and then it's snatched away, before you even... Okay, I'll put it this way. So... Say for instance, you are going to uh, you like to go play ball at this at this particular court, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a great place. And the the main thing you love about this place is the court. The court itself is really it's it's comfortable to your feet to run on. It's not real hard when you come. Like everything about this court is great. Mm-hmm. You come back one day, and the court has been replaced with something else. Mm-hmm. And in your mind, in the mind of some people, it's going to be well. I can't play there now. I'm going to, it's going to hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to hurt myself. Um, this, this, this court isn't as pliable. It's not as, you know, it's it's not as fun to play on. I'm going to get hurt playing on this. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to. So by removing affirmative action and making it a hot button topic, how many people are not even going to attempt to do certain things now simply because mm-hmm. in their mind, going to happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? You cut the, you took the wheels off the cart before it got out of the fucking garage. So now, They might not try to move the cart at all instead of thinking Mm -hmm. how about i just go buy some new tires Mm -hmm. (laughs) whatever Mm -hmm. maybe i just build tires on my own right you know what i'm saying so yeah it's a it's a it's a formal formal defeat in a sense and it's a self-defeating attitude but because of the way things are transpired in this country over the history of it that isn't, um, that isn't something that I can knock a person for having? I understand the concept of, oh uh, man, I mean, fuck, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? I get it. But at the same time, we have to keep going. Like you said, we have HBCUs that are, man, I would say, there are people that graduated from Howard, AT, Winston-Salem State, Central, uh, Grambling, family that are in very powerful positions. Yes, they had to fight hella hard to get where they work, to get where they are. Mm-hmm. But if the fight is what you're afraid of, you might as well just lay down now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just
1: lay down now. Be done
0: with it. So, yeah, fuck you, Supreme Court. I uh, don't Fuck all them. Before. But yeah, I, I'm not going to get into that right now. But um, yeah, fuck you, Supreme Court. Um, black people, just keep swinging, yo. Just keep swinging. That's all I can say. Just keep swinging. <laughs> just keep swinging. Shit, yeah,
2: yeah. All you can do is keep swinging, but, you know, it's kind of hard to swing when the water keeps getting cut off.
0: You feel me? <laughs> they, you know they
2: they gonna they're gonna keep they gonna keep shutting off the water in different parts of the house
0: yeah so now you now you can brush your teeth but you can't take a shower you can, you know what'm saying you can, you can wash your hands but you like this is wild shit man like you're gonna
2: have to you gonna have to go to the convenience store to buy water to brush your teeth with
0: yeah been there been there, <laughs> you know what I'm saying Whoa. you know that's crazy you know, bro that Speaking of affirmative action, <laughs> do you find it strange that Sam Jackson hasn't been in any of these Black Panther movies?
2: I don't find it strange. Um, now, mind you, I'm probably the one person to ask, because I kind of, I, I not even kind of, I, I fell off watching uh, a, the, the Marvel Universe. Um, so actually, I don't remember... No, 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 no. I, I did, I did just see the last one on the flight. I did see the last one on the flight. Yeah, yeah. yeah Nick Fury wasn't in that. Well, you know what though? Okay. <clears throat> so I have to ask the question, because I don't know, was what was was Seal even able to enter Wakanda? Oh, uh,
0: that was in the newest Black Panther movie, right? Yeah.
1: Nick Fury Nine. was everywhere. Nick Fury was everywhere in the comics. Yeah,
2: because well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. I, I I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, where they so they were able to get into Wakanda whenever they wanted to.
1: Everywhere.
2: Oh. Okay.
0: Oh, that's crazy. See, I haven't seen the second Black Panther movie because I, well, whatever. But yeah, I just haven't seen it. I ain't gonna get into that right now. But yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen it. Um, more importantly, I probably will. Probably if if I do see it, it will be quite some time from now. But yeah, um,
2: why? Why? Well, no, no. Get into it. Like, why you? Why you? Would well, you chose not to see it? Like for a reason?
0: Yeah, I, I totally chose not. To. Um, why? Well, one, well, one. I didn't, I didn't want to see it without a chat. For one. Um, for two, it's uh, it's something that I noticed as I was doing Google searches. Um, recently. Now, not recently, but like within the last few years um there was a point where i was looking up certain things because you know my my father was a panther so i always do my i know a lot about the history of the black panther party and i always look for new things i don't know um and so i'm looking up the black panther party or looking up black panther and and at a point i could just type in black panther and black panther party comes right up once the first movie came out if i just type black panther i gotta scroll through two pages of shit about that movie before i get to the actual black panther party Mm -hmm. um even if i type in black panther party the first two things might be actual black panther party shit the third one is still gonna be something about the movie and i'm like that has nothing to do with the fucking black panther party what are you doing um to me i feel like and and i actually saw somebody say this online i'm not gonna say who said it but because that's a whole different conversation but um Mm -hmm. he said do y'all feel some type of way about this shit? Like, do y'all realize that like 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, somebody gonna say Black Panther and the first thing they're gonna think about is T'Challa or, or, or Killmonger or some shit and it's not gonna be Huey P. Newton or Bobby Seale or that And I'm like, fuck. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it that way. And then I started realizing, but damn, I do realize my Google search be looking weird as fuck now when I be looking for shit. And so, um, then after I after a lot of people that I have a lot of respect for had saw the movie and talked to me about it, and they were like, Bro, you, you don't want to see this. <laughs> they was like, You particularly do not want to see it. And I was like, Okay. That's all I needed to hear. That's what's up. I was like, and I and I planned to, to watch it eventually. It just might what, be a while before I do what, you know Why they say, why they say you didn't want to see it? Um, the first Black Panther movie I really enjoyed because I felt like it was um I felt like it showed the two different sides of of the struggle, in a a sense. Uh T'Challa being one side of it and Killmonger being the other side of it. Killmonger being I'm way more, me personally, I'm way more Killmonger than T'Challa, and I said that in a verse, actually, but um, way more Killmonger than T'Challa, but I understand, I recognize that. To me, the two of them were like Malcolm and Martin, you know what I'm saying, the difference between the two of them. So I was Mm -hmm. like, I I recognize that duality and that dynamic, and I love it. Like, I think it's dope that they did it this way. I, I personally think that, um, Kill Marcus should have won the fight, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I love that aspect of it, but he said, all of the things that you loved about the first one, when we talked about it, many of those things are missing from this one, and there's some some shit in it that's probably going to piss you off pretty badly. And I was like, wow, really? And so as I'm as I'm hearing him say this, and I'm thinking, because me and this this brother, we do a lot of political, we, you know, we have a lot of political discussions together. And he was like, bro, go see it, but don't like, just know I told you ahead of time. Like, you're gonna leave. The, you're gonna leave the theater mad, and I promise you will. And I was like, "Fuck, I don't want to be mad about a fucking movie right now. I ain't got time for that." So <laughs> I'll watch that shit later. Oh, um,
2: I, 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 yeah. I think he, I think he might have set you up a little bit for failure on that. So you seen it? Yeah, I saw it. I, 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 okay. I said I saw it. But Like that's oh. that's, why I was, that, that's why I asked the question because because I don't remember like in either movie I don't remember Nick Fury being in, in any of them. But like I say, I thought it was because Wakanda, you can't get in it. Like the way they set it up in the movie, you can't get in there unless they let you. Right. That's why I asked the question that way.
0: Oh yeah, I feel it. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely intend to watch it at some point. Um I just and plus Man, I don't know. I think that I think that uh I I appreciate that we have a vehicle for black. Heroism, so to speak, um, mm-hmm. within that, I do appreciate that um, because we need more of it. Um, I just we have to. I think we have to find a way as, as us to stop feeling like we have to be so inclusive all the time. You know what I'm saying? Um
2: yeah, yeah I, I, and I agree with you. And I, and because I, I was just sitting here thinking, like, not even saying that, but what I was going to tell you is, I mean, like, you know, like, I want to say what Nick Fury he has a series now, right? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, yeah, he wasn't in those two movies, but again, like I said, I equate that to the way the script is written. You can't get into Wakanda unless they allow you in.
0: Absolutely, yeah, and that and that's uh that definitely changes the dynamic from the from the uh from the comics because whereas they had interactions with certain people uh in the, in the comics themselves, you won't see those things take place in the movies unless it's written in for them to be included. So, right, yeah, I ah uh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, that's what's up. Oh man, when it, hey, I, you know what? I want to ask you something else. And I, and I thought about it because um you, uh you were probably one of the first people. Now, mind you, you remember when I moved out here? I ended up coming down there to see to see y'all like a week later. You know what I'm saying? When right. I moved out, so I was fresh and brand new to the whole legal cannabis thing. Fresh, I was oh, fresh shit. to the whole thing. Okay. Um, and I've seen in recent years since I've been out here, I've seen, you know, a couple of people pop up, um, like Sean Kemp recently popped up as the face of this company. Um, mm-hmm. And we were all, you know, excited and wanted to go support until we found out that Sean Kemp only owns like 2% of the company or some shit like that. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so I was like, oh, they're using your face because you are a Seattle legend. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And you're getting a small kickback for that. And I'm pretty sure they paid you for the advertising too. Um, right. But the cannabis industry, I mean, like dog, we we you know where we from. We know mad mm-hmm. niggas that's done bad years behind weed. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and so now for the for the cannabis industry to be legalizing in, in more and more places and it's still being, you know, the fact that we still have people who are doing stretches behind weed is kind of crazy. And we were the ones who took the biggest hit behind we, and yet, in the, with the cannabis industry being legalized, we are the ones we we are not even major players in that industry. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Right. So I mean, how but, do you how do you feel about that? Like, how I do you hate
2: it? it. I hate it. I hate it because I right, so like just to even get into what you, what you just the main part of it, just living in California, like, and and I'm assuming this goes like this in, in the other states where where you know it's legal for people to get into the business they made it a problem for people with felonies to get into the business. hmm You understand? So, so, so like how you said, we got hit the hardest by it. The majority of these motherfuckers out here who was, who wasn't getting hit, never got the felony. So they, they already had a leg up with the way the legislation was set up to get the license. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, so then you get these programs, like, I don't know if they had it in Washington or not, but I hear we had the social equity program, which, which allowed was supposedly it was supposed to allow for i think it's damn near like affirmative action for weed for the weed business <laughs> it, it, was, <laughs> it was like it it, it it was they allowed for 200 they set aside 200 applications to, to solely be filled by people of color okay but the problem is number one you know again we talk about pushing papers and shit like that the the license application take forever you talk about a year two years then on top of that they put a price tag on that bitch the average person can't reach thanks so they automatically cut you out so like so like when i first got here like one thing that you know i've been a medical patient i'm never gonna not be a medical patient to me the recreational thing is really just to get more taxes out of people because if you really know how this game goes you could play with the numbers to a certain extent of with the products you buy, and that that's probably as far as I'm, as much as I'm gonna say with that. But what the what the dispensaries would allow you to do is if you had a product like if you got your hands on something and you wanted to make some money with it, you were a medical patient. You could walk that shit into a dispensary, let them inspect it. Y'all agree on a deal, and you come back later and get your money after they sold it.
0: Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. Interesting. As
2: soon as they said we want to have recreational marijuana, the first one of the first things they told you was that they were gonna stop doing that. Mm. And I said, Oh, that's how they're gonna cut out the small guy. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I definitely voted against recreational. I voted against it. Cause I cause I saw what it was gonna be. It's gonna now it's gonna get so commercialized that the little man can't get into it. Now that's where the capitalism part that you hate comes into play because now you got you got to have the money to play the game and even if you do have the money to play the game is your record clean enough for you to play
0: mm. and that's that that's going to be and that's going to be a uh sticking point for a lot of people because so many people caught charges behind weed in the past and I, I, like the fuck up shit for me is like we watching we're watching uh, like right before our eyes we're watching the very same thing we saw happen with, uh, even if you want to talk about how we indulge in basketball. Mm-hmm. Okay, we watch the basketball, we go to basketball games, we buy sneakers, da 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 da. When it's all said and done, even as powerful as Michael Jordan had had become, and mm-hmm. and as rich as Michael Jordan has become, if he's making that much off those sneakers, how much is Nike making? Right, you know what I'm saying. So when I go into the, when I go into the dispensary and I want to cop something, the first thing I think to myself is, uh, what I started doing is researching to find out what brands are either black owned or if they're not black owned, they, that they, they at least do, you know, palatable business for people of color. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And they're, not, they're not fucked up people. And I, and I found some strains and even some dispensaries that are run by stone cold racists, and I will not support them. So, right. Right. um, to a point that's almost the most you can do if you don't have the finances or a clean enough record to actually get in the game um and me personally i have i have strikes on both fronts as far as that's concerned so Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. so i won't be getting into that no time soon. but i do want to give a shout out to stone age joints um salute to y'all they are a, a local company here um they make really really good they have really, really great products at a really, really low price, and they and they they make it a point to tell the dispensaries do not sell it for more than this. That's it. That's what we sell it for. That's it. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? And, um, they have really wild names and, and great strains, and and they contacted me back because I I hit them up and gave them a shout out on Instagram, and they hit me up and was like, "Hey, bro, um, thanks for the shout. Uh, we checked out your music. Um, you know, maybe we can do something in a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, "Word, let's do it." Um but that like a run by they're, they're run by white people but they're they're like these hippies <laughs> they're like these hippie white people. They, they just love everybody so um i think that's cool but i would love to get into business with a black grower a black business you know what i'm saying i would love to get into business with somebody like that uh, as opposed to going a different route but the cannabis business in and of itself um, permeates the black community in more ways than people want in more more ways that most people would understand I like think mm-hmm. about the majority, but I go into the dispensary, even if everybody working there's white, the majority of the people in the dispensary with me are black. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten. Um, even the people I know who still, you know, am saying partake outside of that. Um uh yeah. Um, I think I don't know. Actually, I think uh who is it? not Sean Kemp, Gary Payton, because Gary Payton has his own strain. I don't think he owns like a grow or anything, but he does have his own strength. And he is very much involved in the cannabis industry, as yeah. was uh, Cliff Robinson, rest in peace. So mm-hmm. I would like to get with somebody like that, you know what I'm saying? And be like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I make music. Dah, 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 dah. I would love to do that. But I always been hesitant about reaching out to them because I feel like and this is a conversation we had uh you and i had recently uh not on the pod but uh personally and i, I don't mind bringing this up where you said that sometimes i need to be around different kinds of people because usually it it, it it feels like the people that i'm around have a lot of my bearing on how i see things um and how i deal with certain shit like my my issue with rich niggas <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yo, 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 yo! Your shit just went out. It's, it's it's like I it's like I hear you try. I hear you talking, but it just sounds like a like a radio transistor.
0: Z- 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 That better? Yeah, much better. Much better. What? Okay, okay. That's what's up. I was like I'm gonna have to do some editing this time. Shit. <laughs> yeah, you gotta gotta do some splicing. Oh, it's all good. Yes. I ain't trying
2: And we and we lost Mojo somewhere.
0: Yeah, I think Mojo I think Mojo finally made it to uh, the destination for our meeting game. Finally got it because this project's dropping in like a couple of weeks. Like you gotta it's gotcha. literally dropping in a couple of weeks. July the fifteenth, yeah. So Okay. Word. Yeah, he's probably he's all probably right. in there right now, but yeah, man. So I mean, I, I'm I'm thinking that that maybe uh, you got oh, you got to hit rec- got hit record. Oh, uh, oh, it's still recording. I made you the host. Before oh, it is? yeah, I oh, made shit. You okay, the host okay, okay. word. We're good. Yeah, we're good. But yeah, I think well,
2: well, first of all, welcome back to the Panther Politics Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Mad Assassin, and, uh, with, my co- with my esteemed co-host, Seven the Panther, aka your your, your favorite mama's baby shooter. And what how how's shit go?
0: <laughs> he said your favorite mama's baby <laughs> uh,
2: How I go like how was baby What
0: is it? Yeah, that's it.
2: Okay, right, and, and, and a bunch of other shit that you would never call me to my face. Got you,
0: right? Yeah, right, yeah, that part. Hey man, right, hey, right, mama. right. That's a um that's a stone cold keeper right there. I'm not, I'm probably never going to drop that. But yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> stone cold but yeah man, I, I think, yo, you, you definitely changed my perspective on some things. So I, I think where I hesitated to reach out to those, to those, um, to those entities in the past, I may go ahead and put a, put together a little package and send it to them and say, Hey, this is what we're trying to do. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Off off air, you had a great suggestion, so I will I will do that. Um, I think that right, I think that right, right. way to combine a lot of the things that we that we're into um into right. what we're doing here with the pod. I think it, it definitely takes things to another level. There it is. Like say less. We're on the same page. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, shit, man, we already lost mojo, and I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got to get my ass to this meeting too. because I'm the last one. <laughs> I'm the last of the moody I'm the only one that ain't okay. Uh, Shit, I guess we'll get to it, man. But yo, thank you so much, bro. You you bring such a levity to this that that is necessary because I go off on, on some other shit. <laughs> well nah, I, that
2: do- that's what it's about, man. Go go there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I just sit and watch. <laughs> <That's it. laughs>
0: troublemaker oh, y'all already know what it is man thank y'all so much for y'all time thank y'all for locking in with us i hope y'all tap in with sidebars on wednesday i'm seven the panther that's eat Assassin. matter salute to my man mojo barnes don't forget surface tension dropping july 15th the video not your role model out right now on youtube the single should be streaming on all platforms in the next couple days uh thank y'all so much for all your time thank you for supporting panther politics podcast we'll catch y'all on the flip side fam peace peace